Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yeah. This is Noah Tura Ali Bay, and this is Real Authentic Media. Peace in Islam. All protection to the gods. Tonight, we're at Muti. Yashur is going in. We are dealing with the psychological tactics of oppression by Muti. Shil Yashur. We're going to hear my brother come on for his class. And just momentarily, in the meantime, all announcements. Because we're going in deep tonight. Dealing with psychological oppression, the metaphysics, and all that. And Brother Moon is going to go in very deep. We want everybody to tune in. Listen very closely. This will be able to be downloaded for free as soon as the end of the class. I am live in Brooklyn, and Brother Moon is in parts unknown. However, this class is very important. We would like all of you, and I mean all of you, to listen very closely. We have a crowd here where I'm at for about 500, maybe maybe more than that. And they'll be listening in in silence because of the fact that we are seeking information, knowledge, wisdom, understanding for all people, not just the people elevated into higher positions. We will uplift everybody with the knowledge, wisdom, understanding tonight. Tonight, no, I'm not watching the basketball game. I will be here, and I will stay here throughout. And this will be one of the best classes that we ever had because every class that we have is better than the next. Where is Bond? I'm honored to introduce my brother, Amun Rudy Shell Yashua, in the building. He will be coming on shortly. Meanwhile, we may get some chakra opener up until 7.15, maybe or maybe not. But it doesn't matter. Because of the fact that this class right here is very important and is present to what's going on right now. Where is born? Once again, I'm Melba Trialli Bay. Peace to all the optimists and ministry of demons and less materials in the building. Peace. We got me having a meeting that. So, right now, right here. We got other people I'm not, I'm not speaking tonight. I'm not doing like the breaks or something. When the breaks come, we take music. I'm just introducing. I'm not like in three, four hundred shows that I hosted the last uh, two, three years. Yeah. 
Go like three times a week, four times a week. I don't know what happened to Fred Valentine. He's not here. He was he was built, but he must have canceled or something happened. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I better can go. I was going. I used to go five hours by myself. He can go five hours. So it doesn't matter. We do recycle whatever the title is. Because Valentine had another shit. Psychological tactics for
Walker's media. Every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 6 p.m. Central. 5 p.m. Rocky Mountain. 4 p.m. West Coast Channel. Indeed. Botev, Botev, family. This is a moment of the show, Yahshua. Um, the title of this presentation is entitled Psychological Tactics of Oppression. But before I proceed, allow me to give some announcements. This coming Sunday, which will be the 14th of this month, June 2015, this year. We should have Nationwide Alert feature Dr. Phil Valentine here at Authentic Media. For those who have called in, you guys know how to access us. All right, so make sure you tune in next Sunday. And guess what? The following Sunday, which will be the 21st, you know, we'll have um, Dr. Gabriel Oyibu should be featured here at Raw Authentic Media as well. And for those who do not know who Dr. Gabriel Oyibu is, that brother is the world's greatest mathematician. He superseded Albert Einstein's theory. And after superseding Albert Einstein's theory, it became the theorem. What's the difference between the theory and the theorem? Theory um, is basically an idea, but a theorem is a fact. A theorem is something that cannot be disproven. You know, in other words, a theory is considered... Not a fact, but it's accepted unless it's proven. But the theorem is made made clearly that it's a fact that cannot be disproven. You understand? So he'll be featured with us on the 21st, you know, so we can hear about um his his fabulous equation um, and his theorem that he developed, you know, um, through the studies of. Albert Einstein's work in um you know this theorem that he developed is like the mathematical code of the universe. And I talked to um one of our brothers, Dr. Clement Brown from uh Brooklyn, New York. He said um Dr. Gabriel Yibu and you know, a couple of his assistants getting ready to go to the UN, United Kingdom. The United Nations, as a matter of fact, and um, go amongst the world, let them know that Dr. Gabriel Yibu hold the key. You know what I'm saying? To universal peace. You know, stuff in that nature. So, <clears throat> get more information of that. Make sure you tune in with us, and uh, for any updates. Make sure you uh, fill out the contact form at uh, kingginc.com. That's K-I-N-G-G-E-E-I-N-C.com. You know, 
Make sure you guys, you know, check out some of the products and services that we have there as well. You know, I have my books for sale on there. You can just go ahead and check them out. Um, upcoming book entitled Sacredness of Mathematics Camp Out Volume 1 should be released the fall of this year. And, um, you know, we we got services, you know, I iTech services, computer services available, King G Incorporated, graphic designing, web development, you know, um, we got basic products, you know, such as oils, you know, um, movies, you know, um, prayer caps, etc. You know, just check us out. That's K-I-N-2-G-2-E-I-N-C.com. That's King G com and um, stay updated about our shows. Make sure you um, Google Raw Authentic Media. You know, capital R, lowercase A W, capital T, lowercase H E N T I C. Media, Raw Authentic Media. So begin on a nice minute. So. Psychological tactics of oppression. Hmm. Something, you know, that we as a people definitely, you know, need to acknowledge. You understand what I'm saying? Because this is what affects us the greatest. You know, some would say it's a mind war going on, a mental game, you know, etc. But the bottom line is this. The bottom line is that if this war that we undertaking is dealing with the mind in any type of form, a war of the internet, you know, uh, uh, a war of the mind, a mental game, whatever category you want to put the war, whatever term, all of that is still related to the psyche uh, of an individual. Study that. So. If you um, have tactics, you know, to infiltrate the psyche of an individual, to infiltrate the mind of, of an individual, you know, um, those are tactics for psychological warfare, or psychological oppression. You know, in other words, um, the way many of our brothers act, you know, in, in, in the country's community, I can see that... Um, Many of them don't really understand, you know, what happened during the times of slavery. You know, a lot of us only talk about that. Some of us don't like to talk about that. You know, we like to um, talk about the history of our people before then. Which anything is, you know, bad about that or anything of that nature. But 
But still, there are things, well, actually, when it comes to the truth, you shouldn't ignore anything. You know, nothing shouldn't be overlooked. So, whether you like hearing about um, slavery or not, you know what I'm saying, doesn't matter much. What matters is if you do what needs to be done and if you acknowledge what needs to be acknowledged. You understand? Because according to what I've been hearing or what's been exposed, you know what I'm saying, to the mainstream media um, in regards of slavery, a whole lot of stuff that's left out, a lot of missing chapters. You know, many things, you know, that, that, that haven't been addressed in regards to that topic. You know, many things that haven't been addressed, many, you know, things that isn't mentioned. You know, uh, you know, me, I deal with the higher knowledge. I'm not too concerned, you know, saying with the lesser knowledge or the lesser world, you know what I mean? Which means that you know, um, I'm not suit, you know what I'm saying, for the public opinion. You know, I really put more of my focus, you know, on the higher intellects. That's why you hear me, you know, um, mentioning the conscious community a lot, you know, and addressing individuals in the conscious community. Because, you know, we all know that in this nation, in the world, period, that, you know, our people, you know, have some psychological problems due to our physical oppression, you know, develop into psychological issues. But um, those in the conscious community um, have psychological issues as well that need to be addressed. And, you know, I'm in the conscious community. I'm active in the conscious community represent and a part of the community. You understand? But there are things that have to be addressed because, you know, we can't allow, you know, uh, a problem or issue to linger and then turn our heads around and ignore it as if it doesn't exist. Because little issues that are just small right now, the problems you know, saying that are just small right now, will eventually, you know, grow into bigger problems, just like anything. You know, saying things grow, start small. You know, saying you don't see it as a threat, but as it get big, it could become a threat. Let me use an example. Let's say that you know, saying you've been you're an older kid, you're like about probably 15, and you being up this little kid, you know, saying who's six, seven years old, and you feel that he's not a threat. So you can do whatever you want to do. But little that you know, not only that that child might become big, but he may eventually end up becoming bigger than you. And you may be in your 30s, and this kid may be in his 20s, or he may become humongous. And now he's a threat. And you oppressed him when he was younger, so now he's a problem, a bigger problem than before. Before he, had to, he didn't have much to worry about. But now this kid, you know what I'm saying, turns into a giant. Now you have a problem on your hands. You know, and 
that 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 can end up happening in any situation, you know what I'm saying? If you ignore it, if you don't take it seriously, or if you sleep on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why this is what I examine, you know what I'm saying? I examine our cipher, you know what I'm saying? That we call the country community because what we're doing here in America is great. We influencing people nationwide, you know, brothers and sisters learning from us in every continent. You understand? Every continent. There are people who uh, I met people from the Caribbean who didn't have knowledge of self, you know what I'm saying, until they came to, you know what I'm saying, America, until they came to New York. You know, seeing it's in a cipher that the brothers, you know, be holding out there in one twenty fifth in Harlem, which is beneficial. You know what I mean? That 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 wisdom that is that is circulating through there. You understand? And we gotta keep in mind that the whole world, you know, has their eyes on us. So we gotta be very, very careful, you know what I'm saying, on how we conduct ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because of course there's negative things being said about us. But we don't want to strengthen them stereotypes, you understand, by um, materializing, you know, a lot of falsehood that stimulates, okay? So, let's um, analyze deeper into all of this. Now, when you deal with our people, we notice something common amongst all of us here in North America. Let's just focus on North America first. All right. Um, no matter what part of the country or the nation you'll go, whether it's the East Coast, South, Midwest, the West Coast, just up north, you notice that there may be some slight differences in the way we talk, the way we dress, certain ways, you know what I'm saying, we do things. But still, you can see that when it comes to the mentality or when it comes to the psyche, it's the same. You will figure that the psyche and the mentality are what we called today as a nigga, but, you know, we, we, you know, damn well, we all call each other niggas to some type of degree. So. You'll see that um, mentality is very much the same. You'll see that the psyche, you know, is very much the same. You'll see that the response to certain, you know, uh, issues or problems is the same. And um, when you're in war, there are spies. So you got to know when you're in war, there are spies. And the spy objective is to observe you. But they just don't observe you. Their main focus and their main target when they observe you is to observe your weakness. You know, to, um, you know, take notes of the patterns that they see. 
amongst the platoon or the army that they're going to war with. And then they start to develop strategies or tactics on how they can have the upper hand of that flaw or that disadvantage. How can they get make an, an advantage out of a disadvantage? Because, I mean, every nation has their flaws. Every army has their flaws. Every person has their flaws. You understand what I'm saying? So, let's just keep that in, 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 in all into perspective. But when you when you in war, the only flaws you should be focusing on, you know what I'm saying, uh, is the flaws of yourself, you know what I'm saying, of your army, your nation, and the flaws, you know what I'm saying, of those who declare war or who you declare war upon. Because if you ignore your flaws, it could become detrimental in the future. If you ignore their flaws, you can end up becoming defeated or overpowered. So, it's kind of funny because from time to time, since we've been in this nation, even prior to 1863, we as a people end up thinking that all of a sudden, you know, uh, the American elite government slave masters are oppressing or whatnot trying to let us off the hook. You know, um, show the peace treaty with us as if they no longer going to oppress us. As if they no longer intend to destroy us. As if they no longer intend to acknowledge us. You know, many of our people like to ignore this fact. You know, and uh, a lot of them will even participate, you know, in this oppression and exploitation amongst our people if you pay them. To me, these niggas are for sale. And if these niggas are for sale, then what that mean? They a slave, right? So we got many Uncle Toms, you know, um, in the rap game, sports, business, conscious community, trying to deal with the devil to ignore his oppression towards their own kind or to either participate in his oppression much his own kind. Because there's only really three things you could do. One, you could fight and defend yourself, or should I say, or defend yourself. Two, you could join the army to destroy your own kind. Or three, you could not do anything. You understand? 
cannot do anything. So the ones who join the army that oppressed us to destroy us is insane. And it's sort of big cowardly. Those who decide to not do anything is cowardly. And those who are fighting is obviously the warriors. So when you come in the countermen with any type of newbie, brother or sister, you got to figure out which category they in. You can't ignore the fact that there's a war. You got to know what category there's in. Well, see, you watch too much of his TV, and you think that a war is is shooting bullets and dropping bombs, you know, and 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 throwing grenades, you know, stuff like that. You think you think if that's not happening, you're not in war. And for those who read the art of war, how in the hell? You can't understand that. <laughs> you know? In the art of war, and even the Prince, Machiavelli, or any of these war books, you know, explains that the war is won before it's even started in the mind of the warrior. You understand? So, now, let's go back to something that a lot of us is coming with, and let's, you know, revisit and, and, and analyze a little bit about um, the development of the slave mentality. So this is very important in regards to the subject matter, you know, psychological tactics of oppression. Now, for those who really know the story. You know, with all that with all without all that sugar coated bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That they watch on T V such as Twelve Years, the Making of a Slave and all this other bullshit. I don't even be Django and all this other crap. And let me mention for those in the audience, um try to press star five or star six if you have a noise in your background. So we won't be able to hear you. I believe it's star five and star six that will mute yourself. Or you can um, go to talkshoe.com and, and type in the I call ID number, which is 136988. And you can listen to us on the Internet. And that right there automatically mutes you as well. We appreciate it. So when our people were so-called brought here from Africa and slaves to the America. For a very long time, for a very, very long time, these Europeans could not, you know, um, enslave them. You understand? They, they had to beat some of them to death. Some of them, you know, chose to die. Besides submitting, some of them even committed their own life. Many of them ran away. You understand? 
And in order to make some of them work, the ones who then ran away, who didn't run away, who didn't commit suicide, who didn't die their hands of the hands of the slave master for rebellion, they were either, you know what I'm saying, uh, forced to work in hard condition under gunpoint, directly under gunpoint, you know what I'm saying? Or had dogs right there ready to sick them if they went out of line. Now, you being the slave master, right, trying to enslave a very mighty people, you know, under a gun for centuries will be a whole lot of goddamn work, right? You down there be imprisoning yourself, right? If you, for 500 years, you got to have niggas at gunpoint to pick cotton. Just imagine that. <laughs> Just imagine that. You understand? Know so when, when when they were first bringing our brothers and sisters over here, their life wasn't safe. They, you know what I'm saying? They was getting, they was getting killed in the boat. They would have fucked up and, and forgot to lock a nigga down or lock a nigga tightly. And he got away, which happened many times. This happened plenty of times. They don't mention that. They only mention the famous story of Armistad. When Armistad came, they was going. I think they was headed to Cuba. When Armistad got away, and they killed all the slave masters them. And headed, you know what I'm saying, back to the continent. You understand? But um, there were plenty of Amistad events. It was dangerous. They would bring niggas over here and get killed before they came over here. You know what I'm saying? Some of these slave masters of the Europeans were getting killed by the Africans. Niggas just ran off. Killed every motherfucking white person in the village and just dipped. <laughs> and then not to mention the Golikichis, who were just posted... You know what I'm saying? In Florida and South Carolina, like, we ain't going nowhere. We right here. You know what I'm saying? Come through. Come mess with us at your own risk. You had the Maroons like that, and you had Hagents like that. Group of Hagents like that. Matter of fact, you had slaves or people like that in all parts of the of the, of the new hemisphere who were just posted, wasn't running. Like, bring it on. Everybody in this motherfucking village going to war. You come through here. Children, the baby, the men, we all going through war. And you ain't going to put no gun through our head and make us do shit. Either we going to, you better get us or we going to get you. Point blank. We see you, we can't get neck off on sight. We are not being a slave. You understand? But then, so... No, a guy from Jamaica, because Jamaica was having wars revoked every five years. Now, the whole Western Hemisphere, you know what I'm saying, uh, besides the Haitians, the Jamaicans were probably some of the most, you know, uh, revoked slaves. As a matter of fact, every nation in the Western Hemisphere that had African slaves, you know what I'm saying, have more slave revolting here in America. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Africans here in America was sort of known as more the cowardly amongst all the Africans, you know what I'm saying, in the Western Hemisphere. So, a lot of people like to say this a hoax, but this could be a, 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 a psychological, you know what I'm saying, uh, tactic, you know what I'm saying, to throw people off, you know what I'm saying, of the truth of this matter. 
You understand? Sometimes you just got to look at things and reason with things and stop trying to accept what the majority is set. Because some of you niggas, when, they, when you first heard about them before the whole Woody Lynch thing wasn't mentioned as a hoax, y'all was saying this shit was true. But then as soon as somebody came and said it was a hoax, you hear everybody says a hoax, then you niggas start saying it's a hoax. Know how to think for yourself. That's another goddamn problem going on these days. Niggas ain't thinking for themselves. You understand? But whether this shit was a hoax or not, one thing I can tell you, everything, you know what I'm saying, that Willie Lynch told the slave masters to do to the slaves in order to conquer them, you know what I'm saying, without brute force, um, those type of traits is dominant in our people today. So in regards, you know what I'm saying, of how our people act today and even act, you know what I'm saying, um, after Willie Lynch, the Willie Lynch era, it's just common sense that such an event had to take place. You understand? Know you want no people who could reason. You could reason. You had that ability. Sadly, many don't have that ability these days. So anyway, um, the Woody Lynch program was the making of the Negro. Okay? First you was a newbie. When you first came here, and then after a while, after, you know, the Woody Lynch syndrome being cast upon you, because this syndrome, they called the Woody Lynch syndrome, but really it was a process, you know, saying, such as called making of the slave. You know, um, when that happened, when they made niggas, when they made you into a, a Negro, a nigger, the way the, the, the type of individual that you see mainly, and what we call the hoods, and not just in the hood, but what you see today. You know, you see motherfuckers in 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 the you see the field niggas in the hood. You know, um, living in complete fucking ignorance. You know, um, it's very, you know, what I'm saying disgraceful. You understand? I mean, I come from the hood too, but I gotta keep it real. Shit that goes on the hood is disgraceful. It's completely ignorant and backwards. Most people who live in the hood, you know what I'm saying, live backwards. You understand? They think backwards. And that's why when you look at everybody, and what we refer to as the hood, nobody seemed to go forward. You understand? And um, then you have niggas who um, it's insane. They're able to get forward. And they don't think it's backwards. You know what I'm saying? That most niggas in the hood, suburbist type Negro. But he's insane. The reason he's insane because he would aid, you know what I'm saying, um, the destruction of himself. Because whenever you destroy your your own, you're destroying yourself. Bottom line. And to destroy yourself is insane. You understand? So he had what it takes. Some of them have what it takes, you know what I'm saying, to help us move a lot. But the people, you know what I'm saying, 
take a step ahead. But instead, you know what I'm saying, uh, he will put in energy with his slave master to make sure that we go a step behind. You understand what I'm saying? Then you had the wealthy ones, also insane as well. And soulless, word of a soul. Because if you got millions and billions of dollars, and not the dollar that shit going to help anybody that looks like you, you have to be void of a soul. You got billions of dollars, and you can drive through the hood and watch people starve. You know what I'm saying? Watch people struggle, knowing that you have the money, you know, to um, stop that from happening. You don't have a soul. You understand? So there was a mentality, there was a psychological tactic that was developed and inserted in the minds of Nubians worldwide. And this psychological tactic is oppression. But it's oppression on a psychological scale because you design a tactic that made the person that you target to declare war upon or to annihilate to do that for themselves, psychologically destroy themselves. Built a, you, you design a, a mentality. You design, you know what I'm saying, a way of thinking, you know, that will cause a people to oppress and destroy themselves. And as this happens, as time goes on, and then you go to most, most of the Nubian people who were victims of this spell end up experiencing more oppression from those who look like them than from those who don't look like them. So then they start to think that those who don't look like them love them. Because if, if you live in a community where all you receive was mean mugs, people like you mean mugging you, trying to hold you down, fighting you, killing you, killing somebody you know. You know what I'm saying? Um, talking down on you, talking dirty, not, not respecting you, disrespecting you, neglecting you, cheating you, lying to you. 
And you see people do this and that looks like you, then all of a sudden that someone who don't look like you come through and they smile at you and hang your ass a cheesecake. Some of these niggas end up interpreting that shit as well. But let's look at this in the psychological scale. Let's look at this from somebody who really thinks. Or think wickedly at that. They say, okay. Let me cause these people to destroy themselves, to oppress themselves. And then I come and I smile on their face. You know, give them a small little reward. And I can appear as a savior to them. And I could appear as not being their enemy. And I could control the strings of their oppression and instigate, you know what I'm saying, the oppression amongst themselves without them even realizing it. Because since they oppress themselves so hard, you know, uh, how should I say, visibly, I could be able to oppress them invisibly, without them even noticing. Because there will be so much at each other's neck, you know, there will be so much, you know what I'm saying, fighting amongst themselves that they won't realize the plots and the plans that I'm developing to annihilate them all. They won't realize that I'm using my charm and my kindness you know, to uh, to throw them off. That being the true, you know what I'm saying, um, planner of their destruction. Or the key opponent. Or the creator. Of this destructive mentality. That I tactically develop to annihilate them. So, what goes on. You could go in the hood right now and talk to brothers. And uh, see that they'd be so quick to defend white people. Oh, man, shit. What, man, white motherfuckers are more nice to me than my own goddamn people. Shit. Uh, you know, man. What do we do? I understand, nigga. White folks is cool. They give me two dollars and I ask for it. No smile at me. You know? Give me this, give me that. You understand? Mm. A lot of us gotta start thinking that just because somebody give you something, they love you. That's not true love. You know what I mean? You give something that. That, that somebody don't love. I mean, I mean, come on. The sister should be able to bear witness to this. I mean, y'all know men came amongst y'all, gave you something because they liked you, because they wanted something from you, or because they wanted you to do something. And then when they found out, you know what I'm saying, that you weren't going to do what they expected, you know what I'm saying, or you weren't going to get with them, all that kindness just went out the window. Or some of these men appeared to be kind. They gave you all of this in the beginning. And then after they got you, you start seeing their, 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 their true character. 
And then you feel like you've been deceived by this man. This is the same thing happening to us as a people. You're being deceived into thinking that your enemy is mighty, that he's kind, that he loves you. So you end up marrying white supremacists. You understand? You divorce your ancestors and you get married to white supremacy. Because you think white supremacy loves you. Because white supremacy gave you something. Because white supremacy packed you on the back and said you were good nigger. So The psychological effect is Crazy because you could tell a brother You know Let's start a business Shit man we can't start no business That's no black man You know uh, Let's go Find a good sister and get married Man, ain't none of these goddamn sisters, man, you know what I'm saying? Wife and material, man. They this, they this, they that. That's a B. Hmm. And you can see that every time we give our people something, they shoot it down. You understand? Psychologically, they shoot it down. Psychologically, you know, they've been designed to think that, you know, uh, we can't rise out of this oppression, that we can't free ourselves, you know what I'm saying, from, you know what I'm saying, our oppressors. Now, we can't do anything, you know what I'm saying, to develop ourselves and become greater. But that's why every time you Tell our brother, come on, man, let's get together. They shoot it down. You understand? So with that type of mentality, when you shoot down everything, everything, you know what I'm saying, you look at it from a from a negative perspective. And you have a psychological illness. But that psychological illness, you know what I'm saying, was tactically designed. For you to possess. You understand what I'm saying? A psychological illness was designed for you to possess. For whenever, you know, somebody tried to inspire you, you look at it, you know what I'm saying? from a negative perspective and end up discouraging not only, you know what I'm saying, uh, being discouraged based off your own psyche, but discouraging those around you and even discouraging those who try to encourage you and the psychological disease. Psychological disease, you know what I'm saying, when you see somebody 
that look like you trying to help you, but then, you know, you end up, you know what I'm saying, uh, biting that hand that's trying to feed you. You understand? That's not only going to rise you up, but rise your people up. But for some odd reason, you know, you decide to bite that hand. Instead of holding it. And letting that hand up lift you. Somebody come to save you and you attack them. You understand? And that's what happens. You know, you can see niggas on YouTube all day. Talking about our liberators on YouTube. You understand? You go out on the streets right now. We try to tell our people, you know, send the truth. And why see niggas oppress you? So you nigga probably pop you inside their head while you trying to give them the word. Some won't probably plot against you. Because you think different, because you're challenging, you know what I'm saying? The status quo. So, you know what I mean? They're plotting to get ready. Are they aiding the enemy? To destroy you. We'll be back in 15 minutes, family. We're going to take a break. All right.
Raw Authentic Media every Sunday, 7 p.m. EST.
Welcome back to Raw Authentic Media. Every Sunday, 7 p.m. EST. We usually go to about 12 a.m. You know, um, make sure you check out the website, kingginc.com. All right, um, my business partner. And, um, Send me a newsletter. And I found this newsletter to be quite profound. You know, this newsletter touched me a lot because they had addressed the thing that I have been, you know, I'm pondering about, I'm wondering about. And it addressed something that I really don't hear too many of us, you know, really go in depth about. Harris mentioned about this, but, you know, um, never really acknowledge anybody who really again so in depth in it from the from a psychological perspective. Um, this newsletter from a brother who might be on this call, Brother Bidell, um, I want to share this newsletter that this brother had wrote. You know, Brother Fidel, if you have any issue with that, you know, just let me know. And I'm pretty sure that you want the people to hear this profound message as well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, use this newsletter as a reference point and then emphasize you know, um, emphasize for me. Okay, this newsletter written by Brother Fidel states, and I quote, Topeka, Kansas has long been a focal point for the creation of opportunities for people of color. It is the city that prompts the Brown versus Board of Education landmark decision that Desegregated the public school and assured children of color equal educational opportunities. Yet, despite the peak of history, young people of color still face challenges. Hmm. Quite interesting that um, the peak of Canada popped the Brown versus Board of Education to desegregate schools. Hmm. Interesting. When you have no social order, no social responsibility, or no responsibility of establishing and maintaining your life, you are at your worst. You will have fallen low and become despicable in the basic function of life. You will become lower than some of your less of the lesser creatures. And your human behavior and social responsibility. In community life, there is responsibility. The bee is industrious. The ant is industrious. All the creatures have ingrained in their nature aspiration to establish their life and build a supportive system for their social order, except the African American. Not for themselves, that is. In fact, 
we have been conditioned to establish and help build community for everybody but ourselves. African Americans seem to feel good about helping others to establish a dignifying social order, but for ourselves, we seem to be reluctant to do so. Certainly, this has much to do with conditioning. And conditioning, emphasis. And conditioning is a tactic of psychological oppression. That was the tactic, the conditioning. You know, what, our, what, what, what Brother Fidel has shared right here in his profound newsletter, you know, um, was conditioned. It's one of the, see, this has to do with the psyche of why every creature, every human being, nationality, except for the African American, Build something for themselves Establish something for themselves Build a support system Establish their life Now When you know That you is part Of a nationality That Do something That no other creature do Not just human being No other creature does to tell you something about these type of people. This ain't no time to get emotional now. We got to be real and logic. We got right now the people. We got to look ourselves in the mirror. Why does it seem that we're the only creature, and that's out of sight, just mammals? We talking about insects? Cause the ant is industrious. We said the brother said that's an insect. The bees is insect. It's industrious. They have an authority figure, which is the queen bee. And that's a problem. A lot of us don't have no respect for authority figures. So if you don't have no uh, respect for your leaders, you know what I'm saying, um, the ones who are leading you and the ones who are guiding you, you know, uh, then how can you receive help? You understand? Some brothers had came upon our people, or probably came to some some of you individually, and offered you an opportunity to better your life. But psychologically, with our backwards thinking and thinking outside of our mind, thinking from a the Africanized, you know, what I'm saying. My, my state have blew that opportunity, you know what I'm saying, based off some niggly shit. Now, come on. Sometimes you can't even help some of these niggas when you want to. You understand? You get a brother, you take out some time, you know what I'm saying, now. Uh, with a brother or a sister who may not meet your mental level or your financial level or neither your status. You humbly take some time aside to perform a service for them. And as you're doing this, you find yourself being disrespected 
you know, you find yourself um, getting into trouble. Or not just this individual, but the people that this individual is associated with. And you find yourself victimized. And then you step back, you're like, hold up, I'm trying to help this brother. And this brother has a copper attitude in me. This brother seek to destroy me. This brother turned his back on me for little to nothing. And then we wonder why, you know, some uh, celebrities and wealthy people, successful people, don't respond to us when we reach out to them. Because there's two reasons. One reason is, based off your mentality that they see, they know that you're going to end up copping a niggerly attitude towards them, betray them, or causing distress with a nigger-like attitude. And when you do that, just say that, you're the first brother in the hood, in the community, that this successful individual reached out to. And you fucked it up. And you know, first person is a massive depression. So even if every brother, you know what I'm saying, in the hood on, who, you know what I'm saying, may not be possessed by the niggerliness, the psychological disorder, the mental illness, many of our people have it deeply, he may not be affected by this, but just because, just because what another nigga had done, fucked it up for the rest. You know what I'm saying? As I mentioned many times, you know what I'm saying? I uh, have an uncle that's a millionaire. And he cut off, this is my dad's brother. He cut off all of my siblings based off of something that two of our siblings have done. But now my siblings are completely innocent, you know, uh, have been neglected by him. You understand? But, uh, you know, of course, these two siblings of mine who've done this wasn't thinking. And then when I looked at the reason why this conflict had even occurred, it occurred over some nigga shit. And you know, nigga shit is always some small shit. You know, nigga shit is always some ignorant shit. You know, nigga shit is just basically blowing some small shit out of proportion. Nigga shit is usually just displaying, displaying, you know what I'm saying, excessive level of ignorance. So, why are we suffering today? Because of ignorance. Our pettiness. Which is nigga shit. But it was a mentality that was designed for you to possess because they know that if they would have psychologically inserted this type of mentality tactically, that it will aid their oppression amongst you conveniently because 
they do not have to openly oppress you or extract much energy to oppress you because you would do it yourself. Because you will be a hindrance of your own success. Because you will burn your own bridges. Because you will neglect your own children's future. And my brother saying this article that I'm emphasizing off of right now. He said that sometimes, um, the brother said, um, go briefly, he said, you will have fallen low and become despicable. In the basic function of life, you will become lower than some of the lesser creatures. Now, I know you have some lions, which is a damn creature, who is there for their children, but you got brothers who ain't there for their children. Which means that niggas who neglect their children became lesser. Some of these goddamn creatures. You understand? So now you see the low state that a lot of our people are resonating on. We have been reduced it with a mentality that's less superior than other creatures. And excuse my French. But I have to say, that's a fucking shame. Okay. Go ahead and share some more excerpt of this newsletter from my brother, Fidel. Brother, write some good newsletters. We have come to the point in time and in the history of ourselves as a people that we don't recognize the strange spirit that is operating in our own souls. We have lost the real great mother and father of our great American experience. So it is now more difficult to maintain equilibrium when the nature of men and women are lost. Very few are addressing the issue for fear of rejection, loss of popularity, or afraid of being labeled for righteous hatred, bigotry, or gay bashing, whatever that is supposed to mean. Whether it is groups or individuals, we have brought into the idea that it is all right to change nature-based things. We have to speak to the sexually deviant behaviors, the addiction to liquor, drugs, and the other taste for nastiness that is, with a death grip, Strangling the life of our community. It appears that life in its primitive or tribal societies were less confusing and more concerted. The young male would become an apprentice in the care of the older male who will prepare him for this role as a hustler, I mean, excuse me, as a hunter and warrior, a protector and maintainer. The young female had no problems expecting their role as mothers, the first human teacher and makers of the home learning environment, one of the most important roles on the planet. It seems that the role of these societies were more amundurous than 
in the more complex urbanized society settings we have today. It seems in modern day society life is be life is more subjugated to disarrangement and derangement. It is becoming more dysfunctional due to complexity or maybe perplexity. The ideal synopsis of plantation life have us still under on to strange behaviors from the slave experience that still hunt us today. That is where we picked up a lot of the behavior of self-hatred and mistreatment that is so prevalent today. How do we murder each other without remorse? How do we neglect the upkeep and maintenance of our neighborhoods? Right. And every day. Good and they neighborhood. Right. I be building their neighborhood. What is their neighborhood? The honeycomb. But you come to our neighborhood, which is terrible. What do you think that say to the world? We gotta see what they will we gotta understand. And this is what happens when you you know, basically turn your back on yourself and your kind. You tend to not, you know, consider how you're being viewed by the world. Keep this in mind. We as in America, the most influential corporation, because showing the hell ain't no country, in the world. People from all around the four corners of Mutagam, Mother Earth, comes here to America. Usually they go back home. So when they come here to the America and they come to our so-called community, so we neglected that shit too. How about, you know what I'm saying, you see it. People from all around the world moving your ass out the goddamn apartment, moving you out the house, moving you out the businesses, moving you out to schools and every goddamn thing because you forgot that you are a part of a nation. The ants never forgot that. The bees haven't forgot that. The lions and the lioness haven't forgot that. The niggas in America did. But they come to your community and they look at all the trash is on the ground, all the trash on the sidewalk. You understand? They look at all the women pushing babies in strollers, waiting for the city bus. They see the little boy standing on the corner with the ass showing, loud and obnoxious. You see little girls walking around pregnant. You see the men selling drugs, robbing, stealing, being violent. And the woman raising a family by herself. And they see the filth 
that surrounds us. Then they go back home to their people. But not yet, because most of us selfish, none of us, barely any of us self selfless. Not yet do we take any of that shit into consideration. You know what I mean? We just do bullshit. We bullshit all day. You know, watch the video games all fucking day, you know, um, you know, watching boxing highlighting fucking clips and, you know, um, drinking all fucking day, barbecuing, whatever nigga shit you do. Instead of building, preserving, and protecting, they don't do none of that. It's just all entertainment. What you niggas live for. Live for your lower desires. All about entertainment, satisfying your lower desires. Lower desires, you know what I'm saying? To stick your dingling everywhere or for you to open up your legs every night. You know, your desire, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to smoke this or that, whatever it is. To drink this or that. You know, your desire, you know what I'm saying, to sit on your ass and don't do a motherfucking thing that's productive. Probably play video games all damn day. You know what I'm saying? All your desire to walk around here acting fucking tough or walking around here acting beautiful. Because one thing you'll notice, that them African-American out of all people, all the males think they're tough and all the women think they're pretty. It's a big ego complex. Look like a fucking fool amongst the whole goddamn world. Despise amongst the whole fucking world. You understand? But you got this big ego. Lacking infrastructure. Lacking independence, dignity, pride. Stable community. But you got all this fucking ego. So most of the brothers feel, if I'm tough, everything's all right. Sisters, if I'm pretty, that's good enough. Because I'm the prettiest girl. I'm the toughest nigga. I made my accomplishment in life. I'm sorry, man, but that's animalistic thinking. That's animalistic thinking. Think of the fucking animals. That's what they do. The bear trying to be the toughest bear for the woman who courting trying to be the prettiest. You know what I mean? Animals court too. Fucking roosters and chickens do what you niggas do. Fight in court all day. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of our people is resonating lower than their lowest nature. Have an animal type mentality. And it's kind of fucked up because some of the goddamn animals seem to be more sane than many of our brothers and sisters today. Tactics of psychological oppression ain't no light subject matter. So as a continuation to this newsletter. Why do we not have 
and genuine desire to save or collect his souls. This is the kind of strange behavior that has a tight grip on African Americans from the plantation life. And we have not been able to sit amongst ourselves at the table of intelligence dialogue and figure the best way to do this off of us. We had to stand up and fight harder than ever to save ourselves and have more mobility and agility in the global world order, social system all over this planet are in change. We have to bring the leg of the community together. We have to have the brains in the right places and the arms together. We need to know what is in the heart. We have to look at ourselves in this matter and put everything in perspective that will move us forward with the least amount of difficulty. I contend that we as a people, for the most part, have never engaged in this strategy. We were free from plantation life with the hope of functioning in a free society, but never did we reconstruct comprehensively who and what we will be as free people. We have to have an agreement amongst ourselves to accept a group identity that will best represent our human potential and worth. We badly need to put down the life we have relegated to by the master-slash-servant relationship. We have never in the history of ourselves as a people done this. Had we as a whole achieved this, we would be more adjusted in the socioeconomic environment than we are right now. We will be in better condition because it doesn't take other people long when they come to America to make social economic gains. They attain an adjustment and then they run past African Americans. Why? Because the healthy social network, quote unquote new long transmitter for us as a people were destroyed in that strange experience we endured on the plantation. This, however, is not an excuse for failure, but simply means as to why so there can be a concise to work towards a correction in the group spirit. We have to want for our brothers and sisters what we want for ourselves. But the thing is, what if you niggas don't want shit? And the problem is, many of you niggas think you want something, but you don't want shit. The job ain't shit. The car ain't shit. And the apartment ain't shit. Okay? Now, I don't know why we act so damn egotistic when we get a fucking job. Why we act so egotistic when we become a fucking slave at McDonald's, you know what I'm saying, Burger King, you know, uh, be a goddamn slave, you know what I'm saying, for for another people. But that, that, that shit boosts niggas' heads up like they're on top of the world and shit. They walk around like they better than everybody because they sweeping and mopping floors, flipping burgers and shit. You know what I mean? Um, keeping up with some books in the library. 
You show more pride in the motherfuckers who create them damn jobs. You show more. You just play more goddamn arrogance than the, than, than the people who create the goddamn corporations. Who start the business to employ slaves or servants. You understand? Egotistic like a motherfucker And in your hood You don't see one goddamn black business Or maybe one goddamn black business You get a car You act so goddamn egotistic With, a, with, with, with your Marseille Some of you niggas ain't even got a Benz Or a fucking say You niggas driving in a, a Hyundai You know what I'm saying Or a Nissan or some shit You niggas just think you the shiznit as if that car was manufactured by African American. As if, you know what I'm saying, that, that that car was manufactured in Africa or something. Or as if, you know what I'm saying, Nubian people own the industry that manufactured that car. But you act more goddamn egotistic and arrogant than the Chinese and the Japanese motherfuckers who manufactured the car that you're driving in. Yeah, more ego, egotistic. I mean, I mean, egotistic. You know what I'm saying? Than the German motherfucker who who, who built that Mercedes Benz or that BMW. You understand? Think real small. Think very, very small. You understand? We feel like we're on top of the road when we're on the car. But people who own the fucking car plant don't even feel, don't even be that damn ego. And as I told you, you know what I'm saying, arrogance leads to ignorance. I tell that all the time. The motherfuckers come from Mexico, buy an apartment complex, rent it out. First generation, second generation. You know, family came here probably uh, 40s or the 50s. And they moved to the African-American neighborhood for nothing. And all of a sudden, they start buying an apartment complex. Start bringing it out to the fucking African American. Here you have niggas turning around, you know, renting a nice, beautiful house from a foreigner, having either been here for three generations, you know, and uh, or you moved into these nice apartments, owned by some child of a slave master. In your in your in your head, brother, in your in your eagerness, you're ready to pop out your goddamn skull. As if you own the whole guy, you 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 arrogant and ego like like you own the whole goddamn apartment complex. You paying mortgage at the fuck at the house. You more egotistic than the damn real estate agent who own hundreds of homes across the country. 
Let's see. Usually when a person never has shit, you know what I mean? Um, you know, they get real ego. They get real egotistic, you know, with a, with a little something. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, you know, had it, you know, came from the bottom, had it from the top, you know. And I remember how it was on the bottom. You know, it was, it was ridiculous down the bottom. Cause I'll tell you one thing, man. I done seen niggas, I mean, I done seen niggas, man, get so arrogant, you know, uh, from a 99-cent bag of chips. <laughs> I done seen niggas' ego blow out of the frame. Because they went to the store and bought a 99-cent bag of chips. They food stamps cut on their... Cut on and they think niggas supposed to kiss their ass or something. They got food and they think they on top of the world. Niggas think they balling. Think they living good. You understand? You know, I mean, this is shit. You know, that the, the, the people living in is ridiculous. You know, because when you're so used to not having shit or being around people not having shit, even when you get something that really ain't worth shit, you get so damn ego, egotistical. You understand? And then you start competing with niggas on the bottom and shit. Now, noticing that there are people far above you, that you need to put more focus on. Because if you don't, they're going to look down and step on your ass. You understand? So, this is a problem. Right now, it's quite obvious that many of our people are at the bottom right now. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to stay there. We keep on stepping on each other. Because the ones who are above us right now, oh, they ain't going to hesitate to step on us. Continuation of the uh, Brother Fidel newsletter. Pretty sure I'm going to go ahead and uh, read it in its entirety at this moment. I only got like three pages. From the pulpit, from the social hall, from everywhere necessary, we have to start addressing the pandemic issue for community life. If we don't, we are going to fall further and further behind as a people. Everything we have done from that particular human experience of bondage to right now have mostly been to please the mentality of those who concern and interest, and interest have only been for exploitation. We have been willingly to give ourselves to many forms of misuse and abuse in order to be accepted by others as a respectable, worthwhile, and meaningful fiber in their social tapestry. That's what we did. We tried with diligence. See, we bleached our skin, stretching our hair, even went so far as to change our features. We had did everything you could possibly do to make ourselves acceptable. We surrender ourselves to a mentality that will only continue to afflict the trauma from the best experiences of the past life. This new life has to be answered with organization as a united wall, as rebuilt wall. It cannot be answered with fragmentation. A fragmented wall has too many crevices 
and Satan will come and reside in all crevices, quote-unquote opportunity, every chance he gets. Satan filled the gap with his plans with this organization. His diabolical forces will baffle brothers and sisters and cause you not to come together as a social unit. Satan wants you to be left in a disorganized state so that others can prey upon you also. That must be changed, and it won't change. You have to change it. We have to call out our religious and political leaders. We have to call them on the carpet because every new season, a new game will be played for the best interest of someone else other than the African-American that's the group. We have to hold ourselves accountable because we have spent decades waiting and hoping for someone else will come and fix our situation. We kept waiting and waiting and waiting. At this point, beyond themselves, there is no savior. The fact is you have to save yourself, save your own soul. These people who have established themselves as leaders for us have to be held accountable. Something is wrong with the level of progress we made as a people in the length of time since emancipation. We have become our worst enemy. Excuse me. We have become our own worst enemy. We have adopted an enslaving mindset, so much so until we now afflict scorn, mal-mistreatment, and self-hatred from the plantation life upon ourselves. We have begun to adopt and mimic that cruel behavior of treating our own self that way in the quest for acceptance and survival in the social order. Tell me that's not a form of death. Brother would just blow each other's heads off and don't need a big reason. A small, insignificant reason will suffice. African-American, we have to hold ourselves accountable for the life that lives. Have to hold ourselves accountable for the life that lives, yes. The life we live is either because we have failed to make it what it needs to be, or we have accepted for what it is. What is strange experience in the African-American soul? Whatever or whoever has established itself in the African-American spirit, that is what or who is leading them. Satan, the system process that oppresses the human spirit and soul, not allowing it to reach is God-given potential. Humanitarian Ambassador Inc. is looking for independent thinkers who bring something of value to complement the group effort. We must come out of our small thinking. We're building the decentralized and autonomy at the expense of unity and mutual cooperation. Before community life can be fully developed, the individual that forms that community must be fully developed. 
the individual must respect the value of community life and all its attributes. The subsequent development of the individual respect for educational, economic, political, and social infrastructure. That idea must come first so that we might have a common understanding of accountability. Our liberation is corresponding shift away from autocracy to democracy, urgently mandate greater individual responsibility as an synonymous movement towards interdependence inside and outside the structure. We must progress to a higher level of organizational evolution for for interdependence. It's a high value, higher value than independence. The lesson to be learned, the worst enemy to improving your condition socially, economically, and politically is you. When you view yourself as an outsider unwillingly to seek ownership in America, to realize this self-actualization, our challenge is to address our needs responsibly. That is, to meet our constant need grounded in our own reality. It is time to abandon any false notion that we have of ourselves that prevents us from expressing the best in ourselves. Again, it begins with changing how we ourselves, changing the disturbed picture of ourselves, and by moving forward to the acceptance of the true picture of our own human excellence and our movement towards our highest aspiration. Right? At the end of... um, Brother Fidel Newsletter. Uh, anybody would like to um, get receive his own newsletter biweekly, uh, just contact me in regards of it. Just go to kingginc.com and uh, go to the communication tab and send me a message stating that you would like to subscribe to Brother Fidel you know, sign our newsletter. Um, the founder of Humanitarian Ambassador Incorporated. Right? Um, I subscribed to it right after my brother Luke, man, you know, brought that particular newsletter to my attention. And I just recently, you know, um, received, you know, um, his second newsletter. So, he just he just started on um, sending out the newsletter, so right now it's a big time to hop on to it. You know what I mean? I just got done subscribing to the brother. You know, I received another one that I'm going to share with you guys, not in the next hour, but the following hour after that. You know, because um, that's another pretty profound one as well. You understand? Just got to bring that to the table because it kind of coincides with the subject matter, you know what I'm saying, that I... And I've been engaging myself in. Now, the more as I become insane, the more I realize, you know, how insane, you know, me and my people are. Feel me? Because the average, you know, African American, you know what I'm saying, with this niggerly type mentality, slave mentality, or whatever you may want to refer to this sickness as, you know, um, they tend to think that a lot of our ways, you know what I'm saying, as a people, is normal. 
know what I mean? But as you start becoming more sane, and you start to study, you know what I'm saying, the nature, you know what I'm saying, uh, of different creatures around you, you know, um, the way other people interact with themselves socially, you know, when our people interact with ourselves socially, you'll kind of discover that there's a big problem amongst us, you know what I mean? You know, it's psychologically, you know, because everything had to start in the mind first before it manifests, you know, outwardly, you know what I mean? It takes place inwardly. And outwardly, you can see that we fucked up. You know, people look at us like we're crazy from different parts of the world because we're in the most prosperous nation right now. You know what I mean? I mean, well, I won't say most proper nature right now, but they consider this a place filled with opportunities where a person can actually become wealthy or self-sufficient. And then they look at us, African-American, they're like, how in the hell these niggas can't be independent or self-sufficient? Shit, we black just like them. So the issue got to be deeper. All right, now we're going to go ahead and take a 15-minute break. We'll be back. Authentic Media, every Sunday, 7 p.m. EST, 6 p.m. CST, 5 p.m. MST, 4 p.m. PST. Right? Authentic Media. Let's join us.
Authentic Media, every Sunday, EST, Noble Tara Ali Bay in the Mutahuni Shugashi, Rose. Authentic Media. Google us. Check us out. KingGInc.com. Right, people. So, I know many of us may wonder why are there so many young Nubian males, you know, getting flatlined out in the streets? You know, in other words, why is there so many young Nubian males, you know, Getting murdered by police. Now, let's look at this psychologically. Because 
Whenever something happens, a person on the mental pain will always look at it, what was the psychological purpose of this? When the emotional person just react, they won't even think. They just react. And usually the one who only resonates off the emotion and not the mental usually end up losing. You know what I mean? You could be very mighty. I mean, there are plenty of mighty men, you know what I'm saying, in the cave right now, in the penitentiary. Very mighty men. To fight their ass off. You're probably able to be every damn prison guard ass in there. You know? And uh, try to beat down there everybody ass on these streets. But they still a prisoner of this war against us. So in other words, they've been defeated. You understand? So, oh, brothers don't think that this whole machoism shit gonna get them somewhere. Walking around with the chest out shit, you know what I'm saying? Trying to do Tuki Williams poses, you know what I mean? They, that's not the type, you know what I'm saying, of, um, of um, machoism that needs to be displayed to women. Well, you got to be macho with the intellect. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a monstrous intellectual. You understand? In order to win this war that, we, that we're under siege in right now. You know what I mean? So they know when they do this, right? Psychologically, it's going to cause our people to be emotional. And, you know, they're going to burn shit up. It's all right at the fall post. You know, uh, young brother's going to be walking down the street, you know what I'm saying, fear for their life. Young mother's going to be in fear of their children's life. It creates chaos and fear. And if you've been studying your oppression, because you got to study your oppression. If you don't study your oppression, you're going to always be oppressed. You understand? you got to study your oppression. That's why right now many of us are victims of this oppression. And don't see no way out of it like a set for compromising. You understand? You wanting their acceptance ain't nothing but you compromising. You know what I mean? To their, to their system. Compromising to your oppression. Some of you know that you got to oppress your own in order to climb the ladder. But suddenly, many of you niggas will do this shit. You know what I'm saying? You will oppress your own to climb the ladder. Understand? So, you go all the way back into the Ku Klux Klan days. You know, what did they do to just fear us? The same thing the police doing. A lot of them is Ku Klux Klan members as well. They killed us. They hung us. Today they call it execution. No, they list us. And they just call giving the nigga life. You understand? 
And you may wonder why. And we got all these hardcore-ass gangsters out here and shit. Why this nation of African-American people hold no dignity amongst all other peoples of the world? You understand? These niggas so gangsters fighting in the penitentiary. Obviously, the person who put them there got to be more gangster than them. These brothers so gangster. You know, um, biking the motherfucker from 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 the Middle East and now India come right up in the neighborhood, uh, open up a gas station or a market and talk to grown ass men like they young ass boys. These niggas so tough and gangster. And these niggas so gangster. Why is they wise working for other than them? Every king deserves a queen, right? And every king and queen must go to empire. Must in the kingdom. <clears throat> so how can we pay rent talking about we, the, we have a kingdom? Hmm? How can we be enslaved in this country and say we build an empire? You know what I'm saying? Do we want to get real or do we want to play? So, this oppression is a psychological tactic to instill fear within you, to cause you to behave and react a certain way. Understand? So they could go ahead and construct your destiny which will only benefit them and not you. Because their destiny is to get ready. Now, you niggas want to accept that or not. That's the whole destiny. You know what I mean? To get rid of your ass. So, they put ads on TV in all in the black neighborhoods, you see signs of get to know him before you have sex with him. Blah blah blah. They make you afraid to procreate amongst yourselves. But they say African American women had the highest rates of HIV. And they're getting it from young black males who just got out of the penitentiary. But it's quite funny that soon as those type of ads and news started to penetrate 
all of a sudden, the interracial dating increased. Okay, um, white man, and all of a sudden, me, going to wait to hear the news that the Nubian woman have the highest case of HIV to start dating her? The pale woman going to wait till she hear about every black male being on the DL before she start dating him? Can you see this? Don't news only be one thing. It separated us from us. And it separated nobody else from us. And we didn't know the psychological tactic behind these news that they were putting up. See, we fail to realize that there are politics amongst every race. We fail to realize that. And amongst ourselves, we, 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 we don't govern ourselves, nor do we develop politics, you know what I'm saying, to protect ourselves. But you see that the Asians basically started ruling the world. Now, if you really study economics, the pale men don't, don't, don't run the world no more. It's really the Asian men. China. Even a lot of his women, you know what I'm saying, with um, wealthy European men. And the white folks being the victim of the deprivation of Chinese politics. Negroes not knowing any politics. When they see all these Asian women with white males, they think that these women actually love these white males and want to be with them. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera. But there's a bigger picture picture to that. But you won't if you don't know the politics, you will not acknowledge that there's a bigger picture to the Asian women dating white males. Okay. Now you for yourself, you go talk to Asian women and ask them they feel that they like black guys. Trust me, they do. They love brothers. But politically, they're not allowed to date brothers. They have an objective for marrying and dating the Caucasian people. And their objective is to spy on them. Their objective is the women getting over them in marriage and taking their money and reinvesting it amongst themselves to build up their empire, to build up their nation. And they did fine of they did a good job. Now, you can't say that Chinese don't like don't find black people attractive or Nubian people attractive because they fucking Nubians like a motherfucker in Africa. But in America they ain't fucking with niggas. Why? Because they know we don't have no political power. So 
Chinese people politically, they have an objective that they were intermixed with another race to spy on them and be a part of the family so they could overtake the nation and build their economy. They're doing this all around the world. You won't see Chinese people fucking no Mexican out here or any damn Latino out here. You really see that. Go to Latin America. Oh, they fuck with Latinos. So, psychological tactic that these Chinese people using to oppress the Europeans is psychological manipulation of them loving and wanting to be with European people. So, what you got to understand that the white woman is coming at their brothers, the vice versa, it's a psychological, political, And it's even deeper than that. It's um, biological and also has to do with genetics. But it's stand down to it, it's political. They know they acknowledge science and they acknowledge mathematics. They know how important these subjects is, and when it comes to studying it, they don't say it. All right, for the new callers, um, if you have any noise in the background, just press star five or star six to mute yourself, or you can automatically mute yourself if you join us on the internet which is um, talk as in conversation, shoe as in sneakers.com. Once again, that's talkshoe.com, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com. And when you go into that website, you just put in the color ID, which is 136-988-136-988. Once again, 136-988. And you can listen to us on the Internet, and you'll be automatically muted. But um, you can also mute yourself on the phone just by um, pressing, um, yeah, I think it's either star six or star five. Okay, that's what I was saying. The Caucasians, they know the science, they know the mathematics. Obviously, they don't play with this shit. Right? Now, they know that only one way they could survive right now. And that way is through intermixing with other races. Think about it. Five centuries ago, it was all, you know, saying um, on some white power shit, keep our blood pure. We don't fuck with chinks. We don't date the dogs, referring to Latinos. And we sure don't mess with no niggas. 
And if you see a nigga touching one of our pretty white ladies, we're going to cut they motherfucking head off and hang that yayas. They were talking all that shit. Right? They were talking that because at that time, there was a further genetic annihilation too. Because they knew that, um, you know, the people of melanin, DNA is a lot stronger than theirs. And if they end up intermixing with these people, um, they basically won't be no Caucasian. Like, if a Caucasian, because you're talking about a time when a lot of our blood was a lot, our bloodline was a lot more pure than it is now. But during this time, a Caucasian would have a children with a Nubian person, a child would, would be Nubian. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't even acknowledge really acknowledge that it's that it was mixed. And the same thing with all other people. You know, Asian really dark skin, originally light skin because they intermixed with European, but they still got their distinctive, you know what I'm saying, traits. You know what I mean? Same thing with Latino, they're originally dark skinned but they light skinned due to mixing with Europeans. But you can still see their distinctive Latino traits. Because their genes are a lot stronger. Their genes are more dominant than the Caucasian gene. Their gene recessive. So during their grace period, they was able to reproduce amongst themselves to create more pale-like individuals. And now they come into a time where They have to mix with us, still knowing that our genes is dominant, but in the laboratory, you know what I'm saying, they uh, design certain substance that they put in food and drink, you know, to uh, doormat our genes and disrupt our genetics, disrupt our DNA, so it won't be as, as dominant as it was before. You understand? Um, just like Minister Inky said, if two dark-skinned people do a light-skinned person, that means your genes is getting weak. Understand? So, right now, they're the part where, in time, where the Homo Goblin, which is... Um, biological fluid... It keeps the blood together. They're running low. So they had a time where they need to mix with other races. But of course they wasn't going to do this without psychologically coming up with a tactic to infiltrate and oppress melanated people. They had to Completely de-Africanized the Nubian mind, de-Asianized the Oriental mind, um, de the West Indian mind, in order, I mean, before they start the intermixing, because they know that the offspring 
but still uh, have more uh, more genetic traits of their Nubian, Latino, or Asian parent in the Caucasian. So they figured that if we de-Africanize the people's mind, completely take them away from their culture, Europeanize these people, because you know, a lot of people say that they Americanize. Nah, a lot of these motherfuckers are really Europeanized. I see some of these Asian chicks, man, I mean, some of them talk like they straight fucking white, yo. You know, you got niggas out here like that, too. You don't turn your head sometimes, you be thinking that like two white girls talking behind you. Or a Caucasian male, you know what I'm saying, talking behind you. So they had to psychologically, you know what I'm saying, make the people despise their own culture, but despise their heritage and worship their own before they started to genetically intermix. Because if they don't, if you, if a, if a white person do have, uh, offspring with anyone outside of themselves and they have not took that race of people out of their original mind then they could get they could um have an offspring that would not carry the goals and objective of white supremacy but may end up rebelling against it such as Frank J. Douglas you know um Dark-skinned brother, kinky hair, Caucasian father. But as you can see, that he was no friend to white supremacy. You know, he rebelled against it. So that's what they're afraid of. So they have to psychologically infiltrate the minds of melanated people before they start interbreeding with us to preserve themselves. Because if they don't, then the structure of white supremacy will collapse. Not to even mention that they had to turn us away from each other. Latinos, how can a Latino not embrace an Asian or African when they mix for both? A Latino just an Asian and an African. Asiatic Nubians or the Asiatic black men and women, you know, migrated to what is known today as the America. You understand? And then we look at the African and the Asian, true Asian, look at the Cambodians who still got pure blood, who got the purest blood amongst all the Asians. You look at their skin and look at their facial features. They look just like Africans. Their hair just contain less protein. The reason why our hair is very, is very thick and kinky because it contains a lot of protein. You understand? In other words, we're very healthy. You understand? Based on the fact that our hair grows up, instead it grows down, signifies that we have life. Because when the sun shines on the plant, right, Plant life grows up. Grass grows up. When it dies, it grows down. You understand? So 
we look at Asians and other races, their hair grows down. We prove that it's a degenerated state of an African. The Asian is basically a degenerated African, in other words. African that was at his deathbed. An African that was in the, that, that, that throughout the time started losing his melanin. Start losing the proteins in their hair. And even in their body structure. One reason why they're very skinny. You understand? And then a Caucasian is a dead agent. Because the suffix of the word Caucasian is Asian. And the prefix is caucus. And that means death. Therefore, a Caucasian is a dead agent. So a Caucasian is a degenerated agent. An Asian is a degenerated African. You understand? So, we have night etheric hair, which means that, you know, night is, uh, nine is life. The number nine, you know what I'm saying, signifies life, birth. You know, we are people who are full of life. And we, at this point, we is mixing with a dead race. Which means that we're dying. When we accepted their mentality, we started to die. Because their nature is based off of death. Look at the way that the world is running. Look at the state of the world. It's all death. Mutaget, the planet Earth has cancer. Look it up for yourself. Everything is contaminated, polluted, poisoned. You understand? There's death all around us, electromagnetic transfusion. Resonating from, you know what I'm saying, your light. Electromagnetic transfusion resonating from your, your, your electronics, your computers, you know what I'm saying, your cell phones, you know what I mean, your tablets. All project electromagnetic transfusion. Which causes gradual death. Put your food in the microwave and your food becomes radiate, radiated. It brings upon gradual death. Your fruits and vegetables are genetically modified. It brings upon gradual death. Your water is deacinized and filled with fluoride and chlorine and other type of hazardous substance. Understand? You don't even, let's only talk about what's in the damn food. Africans, we came from a time from getting the built people. So like we look at Asians, he's like, damn, there ain't no fat Asians. You said the same thing about us once upon a time. He's like, oh, no, no African people, they ain't fat. But look at us now. Now since we left our ways and enjoyed their way, we start becoming fat, clumsy, 
completely out of shape. Our body structure becoming like films now. We, you know what I'm saying? We used to be a very muscular people now. Of course, if we intermix outside of ourselves, you as generation goes on, you're going to see niggas getting skinnier. You're going to see, you know what I'm saying, if there's too much intermission going on, the sister going to lose her ass. She's the only real woman with real breasts. Any other woman got some breasts because you got some Nubian blood in her. Nubian woman's the only one that have full breasts in, 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 in the, in the butt cocks. You understand? We were the only males naturally built, naturally muscular. We losing our, you know what I'm saying, structure as a people. The intermixing had more of an effect on us than anybody. Because we know that all races, you know, formed a plan to annihilate us, right? By us intermixing with them, just make them stronger. Because now they become mightier with our blood in them. But they're going to make sure that their offspring not aid us, but aid them. And as a matter of fact, what do we even have to aid? You can see we have a problem. We don't aid ourselves. We're not defining ourselves. So even if we do intimate somebody and they choose the black side, what do we have for them to fight for? Who do they have to aid them in the battle? A very few soldiers, right? While the majority of the niggas is lost. You know what I'm saying? But the majority of other people, they may have a few people who, um, out of their minds, like African Americans. But you see it. You see some white folks turn away from their race start fucking with African-American and saying they're not white and saying they don't date white people and all this other shit. You may see some Asians that do that shit. By the way, Asians are getting fat now since they start to neglect their culture. Engaging in all these European meals. Fucking Asian men used to be one of the most masculine men. This motherfucker getting feminine now. Lost their martial art tradition. They used to be very white, very good martial artists. Now you got more Caucasian embracing their martial arts than the damn Asians. That's what they do. They influence their lifestyle upon you. You adopt their lifestyles, and then they take the most sacredness, knowledge, and wisdom that you held in your culture, and they start to apply it. That's why now you're starting to see all these Europeans doing yoga now, meditating, doing Tai Chi, Learning martial arts. The day goes on, more of them starting to embrace this, and more Asian people starting to neglect it. Understand? You understand the psychology? It's on the psychological war, you know what I'm saying? It's a war, it's the battle of the psyche right now, it's mind control. They're spending millions and billions of dollars on it. 
good in media. Hear me? So if you're watching the media, you're being programmed some type of way. Maybe hard for a lot of you niggas to do, but you got to get rid of that TV completely. Just got to get rid of that. So that shit sends subliminal messages, send frequencies, that uh, lower than send low frequencies. I say, you know, um, it project electric magnetic transfusion. And and that gonna benefit you in any type of way. You gotta understand that every type of electrical product, you know, same device projects electric magnetic transfusion. So you want to have as less devices as possible. And one of the devices that definitely not important is a damn TV. Or a radio. Now, phone computer could be a radio. You understand? So, this is, you know what I'm saying, the oppression that we're undergoing right now. We're undergoing a psychological oppression that's mainly done through the tube. I've been showing you for years, Miss America, known straight, wavy hair. That's beauty. Light eyes. White skin. Music video, they want to show you the light skinned sister. Light skinned sister, light skinned sister all the time. TV, they want to put the light skin on the top and the, and the dark skin down the bottom. To make us despise our pureness. They call you know what I'm saying they 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 pay the black celebrities to look other than themselves. So you know sisters got to start, and they really want to make it in the entertainment world. The more they try to make themselves look like a European, the higher up they'll go. So they start getting them blonde fucking wig pieces and blue contact eyes. Lenses in their eyes and shit like that. You know what I mean? And doing the damn Beyonce, every time you turn around, Beyonce looking more like a damn European than African. Getting paid to look like that. You know what I mean? To influence all the other sisters out there, Nubian sisters out there, to Europeanize their image to look like the beast. You know what I mean? All part of psychological oppression. Because now you're seeing sisters on TV who imitating the appearance of a Caucasian woman grow, grow up the ladder. So then, in your psyche, you put in your mind but you got a European image as well in order to become successful. I want to give me a job, girl. 
I got to get rid of these dreads. I can't be walking up in there with no damn afro girl. Mm, I can't get my hair braided. Got to go to the store and give me a wig or give me a perm or press my shit. Got to Europeanize myself, right? Brother, oh, no, nah, man, I can't show my hair, man. I got to get that shit cut. I want to get me a job. Can't be walking up in here with no damn afro. And when you do that, who you serving? You serving them, right? Out to your appearance to serve them. When you're looking like them, you're serving them, they become your God. What do the Muslims do? They serve Prophet Muhammad. They say Allah, but they serve, many of them going to serve Prophet Muhammad. Why? Because they want to, the Sunnis want to grow a beard like Prophet Muhammad. They want to eat with their right hand like Prophet Muhammad. Because Prophet Muhammad did. They, they, they live and they, they try to live and act. And look like Prophet Muhammad, just like you niggas try to live, act, and look like white folks. That's who you niggas worship. You know what I'm saying? Niggas out here trying to live, you know what I'm saying, and act and live like Prophet Muhammad. Prophet Muhammad wiped his ass with his left hand. They wiped their ass with their left hand. Prophet Muhammad, you know what I'm saying, ate food with his right hand. They eat food with their right hand. Prophet Muhammad had a beard. They get a beard. Prophet Muhammad ate dates. They ate dates. You understand? Prophet Muhammad fast on Ramadan. They fast on Ramadan. Right? So like Christians worship Jesus. Yeah, they say they worship God. But no, nah, really, they worship Jesus, though. You understand? And they don't they don't have a goddamn idea about what the hell Jesus really have done. But Jesus spread the gospel, they try to spread the gospel. Jesus said turn the other cheek, they say turn the other cheek. Jesus said go feed the poor, they go feed the poor for their little tax write off and shit. Imitating Jesus, cause that's what they worship. When you imitate another people, what does that mean? You worship them, right? When you imitate your ancestors, who do you do? You worship your ancestors. And that's who you're supposed to be worshiping. Right? You're supposed to live and adapt the customs of your culture. Which is your heritage. If you're going to imitate anybody or any way of life, it should be the way of life of your ancestors. Because it's quite clear that people in this world all choose to imitate something. Whether it's white folks, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Deities, saints, gods, prophets, whatever it is. All people imitate something. Hood niggas, scarface, gangsters, pimps, hustlers. We all have a role model. 
And they say your role model become your idol, right? And when you get an image and you bow up in front of it, what do they call that? Idol worship. Right? They don't worship money because some of you niggas will do every goddamn thing your boss would tell your ass to do. You worship that motherfucker. You obey him. You follow their commandment, quote-unquote policy. You follow their pillar of Islam, quote-unquote policy. Laws, rules. You neglected the rules and the laws of Ma'at. Your mother. You neglected the rules of Tahuti, your father. You neglected that. You neglected the way of our moon. You neglected the way of our moon net. You understand? Your parents. You neglected the ways of Yahshua. Your prophet. And you let somebody tell you what your prophet stood for. You neglected the ways of Yahshua. You neglected the ways of Haru. Your father. Yahshua was just a symbol of Haru. So, you niggas watch your white folks. And trust me, all you niggas who do, it's I knew, I'm going to make you feel like shit for doing it. <clears throat> and as a matter of fact, we're going to have to get your God and put that nigga on trial. Right? And Shanu, one of these days, I'm going to have to show you guys, really show you the motherfucker that you worship. I'm going to have to really show you his name, really show you his mentality, really show you his mindset. Really show you what he do behind closed doors. The unit is working in a pussy ass motherfucker. Pussy ass. So many niggas adopted his own became just a pussy ass. Damn. That many of us no longer realize that we are imitating. Filthy ass motherfucker. Nasty. Sick. Converted. Your dad is a piece of shit. Yo, got you putting fucking fur type shit on your goddamn head. Guy got fucking animal hair. We worship that motherfucker. 
Your God lacks nothing, and your God gives birth by the fucking sun. Your God got weird sexual fantasy. Might be a fucking shame on yourself. We'll be back.
Tactics of oppression. Now, um, I had mentioned earlier that in the following hour, after the ninth hour, I was going to share another one of uh, Brother Fidel newsletter, which is volume two, actual one that I got after subscribing for um, one of the profound newsletters. That my brother from uh, Humanitarian Ambassador Incorporated bringing forth. So what we should do? We'll go over it a little bit. You know um, why we do this? Probably play some isotonic tones right quick. Meditation music. You know, um, bring up that energy, energy level. Bring up that positive frequency. Some isochronic tones, binary beats. Right, family? So go ahead and uh, do that right quick. Yeah, there we go. Some beta ways. There's better ways right here. Ain't gonna put it too loud, but uh, that's in the back. Okay. So let's go see, shall we? Our mission in this endeavor is to create a community process by bringing open-minded, progressive-minded human beings to eventually come to the table of intelligent dialogue to create and design solutions to combat the needless waste of our human and material resources by planning strategically, identifying and measuring goals and solving problems in our community. Okay? Can you Negroes do that? Can you Negroes out there at least do that? Please talk to me, somebody. There were four people called everybody. Somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was some important work that had to be done. Everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry because of this. It was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it. 
But nobody understood that everybody wouldn't do it. In any way, everybody blaming somebody as nobody did what anybody could have done. Think about that for just a second. Just, just, just think about that. Think a little harder. Okay. I'll think a little more. Then it goes on to say, my brother, newsletter, enlightening minds, motivated. This is a quote. Crisis. The African-American male in the blossom of North America, the crisis in the African-American male in America began with the landing of the first slave ship in the vicinity of approximately 500 years ago. This crisis has various levels of intensity throughout our recent history interacting with the conquerors from Europe. If we mean by crisis the crucial turning point in a situation the specific reference to the life-threatening circumstances, then we have been in a perpetual state of crisis. The millions of African people who died in the Middle Passage and the subsequent millions who died from abuse and neglect on the plantation certainly constitute a crisis. When we recount the utilization murders, disemberments, violent beatings, and humane abuse, we see a crisis. When we recall the terrors of intimidation and the psychological dismemberment, we see a crisis. When we are reminded of the destruction of family, unit, culture, intellect, spiritual concept, human degradation, and centuries of terrorism against African and American beings, there is no other way to understand these conditions except as persistent life-threatening and murderous conditions. The tendency to focus on the contemporary status of brothers as a particular crisis failed to appreciate the full context of our present history in America. Such a failure deprives us of some important facts in our past which influence our present situation. Mm. Stuff in the past affects the present situation, right? But what would the average nigga say? You mentioned anything about the past. Any of this about the past. What would they say? That's the past. It's over. Right? It don't matter no more. Well, um, Mr. Nigger, if you knew that um, 99% of your goddamn problems were designed by a system called the making of a nigger, Negro, then you would know that what happens today 
have very much to do with what happened with the past. Let's start Mississippi. Then it goes on to say, the most important aspect is a recognition that our continued survival in spite of these conditions is a phenomenon of greater significance than the fact that the condition which takes and threaten our lives have not changed throughout this era. The fact that we still have casualties as a result of this unrelenting attack on our humaneness and our life is far from a profound insight. With the ongoing economic, educational, psychological, political, and even military assault on black life, there is no wonder we have prisons, nerves of war, poor, uninformed, self-destructed, and confused people. Whatever modern techniques of warfare which might characterize this attack on brother, the condition are essentially unchanged for the falling, dead, and dying, whether in hubs or slave ships, on southern plantations and police infected ghettos, on aid deathbed, or even death row in the prisons of America, death is death, and death has been a constant companion to the black men throughout our encounters with Europeans. That's right. So they just took Freddie Gray not to them long ago. I would always say, you know, Brother Fidel, man, you write some good articles, brother. You better write some good articles. You know, I had to get my brother's exposure. He did a great job with this. Sound like you see that it's gonna be a future masterpiece, bro. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a future masterpiece, bro. So, you know, um, it goes on to say, problem started since we came into the shores of the Americas. See, by reading this article, I can tell that this is a brother who really, you know, saying studied the science. Slavery. Niggas studying the history of it is one thing, but the science is another thing. I think that's what I forgot to mention in the in, in the beginning is that people is missing the science. Slavery. Yes, the science of mental slavery is psychological. The psychology So they studied How to psychologically The slavery Into a fashion Now let's think about this Come on family Think Come on, family. I don't want you to get emotional. I just want you to think. I ain't trying to get you there. I want you to think, family. You're a slave master, right? Sometimes we can't always look at this as a slave. Sometimes you got to look at it from a slave master perspective to really understand, you know what I'm saying, the whole psychology of this. You know, you're a slave master. And you got some rebellious ass, you know. They still live out today. We call them thugs and gangsters, you know. 
And uh, I'm tired of beating these niggas. <laughs> like every day you gotta beat these niggas. You know what I'm saying? They a problem. Every day you gotta force these niggas to work. It's something that don't even happen. Nothing try to do that. None of the niggas work. You gotta just end up killing all of them. And even before you kill the rest of them, they'll kill themselves. Rebellious ass niggas. Majority of them you can't control. And you figure like, man, damn, this is a difficult job, man. Uh, I'm actually losing more on these niggas than I spent. They just rebellious. Spent a lot of money on them, so I just can't let them just run away like that. You gotta understand, man. These motherfuckers claim that you and on answering that property. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget you came here in view as a product. Okay? Remember that. Thinking about your product here, your investment, niggas invested in slave to make their money. That's how they got rich. You understand? That's how they got rich. From their investment in slavery. That was the most, you know, um, profitable investment you could have made. Have, could have made in the um, 15th, 16th, 17th century. That's the most profitable investment. That's your black, all slaves. Black people during this time period, niggas were buying European slaves and taking them to Africa. Okay, but let's say you're the master, right? And you got to figure out how to get all these niggas to work without no sweat. Without having to worry about them running away. Without having to worry about them threatening your life, plotting to kill you. By killing themselves. Or you having to kill them. For the example, for the other ones who were billion, you figured that the only way I could do this, how do you niggas comply with their own slavery? I can't do it by force. It's not happening. But that by force bullshit is a goddamn lie. No way you could force a motherfucker to work for 400 years. Come on now, man. Think about this shit. You can't, you can't force nobody to work for no 400 goddamn years. Let's be logic. Let's be logic. Okay? Now, we figured that the only way I could do this is psychologically. I got to put them, I got to design them in a way to where they don't want to run away. I got to put fear in them of death. I got to put the fear of death in them. I have to uh, put the fear of punishment in them. I have to make them fear me. I want them to do what I tell them to do. I have to have them worship me. Call me master. Otherwise, I have to be their gods. 
your true reality. Your ancestors, I mean, your ancestors, some of our ancestors worship Caucasian people. All right? And right now, some of you guys still do that. Right? And he said, I got to make them be proud of being a slave. And they work the fields good enough. I could bring them in. I could bring them on the horse to catch niggas. Uh, that's just saying I could bring you from a poor to the middle class. If you become a good field catcher, good enough, I could let them be a house nigga. Serve me. Wear suits instead of the rags. In this, you becoming a suburb nigga. From a weapon. Yeah, and make them compete against each other. Hate each other. Have them make them despise this woman. So when I rape her, it wouldn't bother him. You know? So. If I could psychologically do this to him or her, to them, I would never have to worry about niggas running away trying to kill me or having enough pride to rather die than to be enslaved. You know what I'm saying? So why a lot of you niggas ain't doing, you know what I'm saying, what I'm um, to show Yashua was doing, um, I'm on Ray Sin, I'm Ray doing, Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Phil Valentine. Why you not doing what we doing? Hmm? Probably because... You will not rather die than to be a slave. You would rather be a slave than to die. <clears throat> Free. Right? You don't want to stand up. I got to, right? Oh, no, oh, no. They will get rid of you. Like you even in prison. You know what I'm saying? You worry about all that. You worry about your life being a slave. You don't stand up. That's what you're going to be. That's what your children are going to be. And how are your people going to be? Because we all stand up. You know what I'm saying? But you got to realize that many of our people here, 
still worship master. You know, uh, still support master. You know, neglect their own. Uh, you know, trying to move up into the status quo of master world. You know what I mean? Time for the ego to be to be noticed as a suburban or a wealthy person. Right. And then you got the niggas on the field. Pretty rebellious against their enslavement. But only bad thing about it is that they just too damn ignorant to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just a damn problem, you know. But really, them niggas in the field weren't so damn ignorant. They'll be the niggas taking shit over. You know what I mean? Because obviously they're in the field because they didn't kiss enough ass to move up on Master Pedestal, you know, to be a slave catcher. Even become a slave catcher, what you got to do? You got to turn on your own people. All of them. I mean, you got to turn on all the field niggas. Right, now the police, that's what the black police do, right? If they fuck all of them, they don't throw them all in jail. The master. You understand? Know Order to move up from position from a field nigga, or should I say, a slave catcher nigga, to a nigga in the house, what you gotta do now? You gotta bow at the feet of these white motherfuckers. You know, be the little, be the little servant. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, you know what they, you know what they did. Took care of the children. You know, serve on their plates. You know, fill up the cups, do the laundry, shit like that. You know what I mean? And this is how America designed. Still to this day. Still to this day, right? Niggas will shit on you to get accepted by them. Turn their movie star, you know what I'm saying, their their entertainer or whatever it is. So, and they proud with that title. You know, make a slave nigga feel good for being in a low position. When that system was designed, that psychological tactic was developed, niggas started oppressing themselves. We no longer had to worry about the pale man coming, snatch your ass from the woods and bring you back to the plantation or kill you. But you had to worry about somebody that looked just like you. I was melanated just like yourself. And for those niggas who slave catch you, you didn't have to worry about the pill men no more making sure that you actually catching these niggas and turn them in, not letting them get away or not aiding these niggas or anything in that nature. As soon as a brother came into the house, his duty was to watch your ass. 
to report you to master if you let a nigga get free. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. You got black judges too in, in the whole monopolization of the court system amongst prisoners. No, they they got their they got their little slave catchers, the brothers, sheriffs, the police, and then you know the judges and the DNA and the jurists and all them motherfuckers is um house niggas and shit. <clears throat> and the neoconservatives is the master. Mm-hmm. Or you can say the military in that type of regards. Mm-hmm. But it's the same old system that began it. Just the making of the Negro still exists today. Still exists today. No way we got a whole bunch of niggas ain't doing a motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. Any of the shit that's going on, and we know what the fuck is going on. Right. No. We know what's going on. That's a damn show. I'm going to continue um, to share some excerpt from Brother Fidel's article. The most important aspect is a recognition that our continued survival in spite of these conditions is a phenomenon of greater significance than the fact that the condition was taken and threatened our lives have not changed throughout this era. The fact that we still had casualty as a result of this unrelenting attack on our humanness and our lives far from profound insight. With the ongoing economic, educational, psychological, political, even military stop on black life, it is no wonder we have prisoners of war, poor, uninformed, self-destructing and confused people. Whatever modern techniques of warfare which might characterize this attack on brothers, the conditions are essentially unchanged for the fallen dead and dying. Rather in the house of slave ship on southern plantation and police afflicting urban ghettos on AIDS deathbeds or is or on death rows and prisons of America. Death is death, and death has been a constant companion to the black men throughout our encounter with Europeans. The transformation of our consciousness as brothers from maleness to manhood are for boys who have considered homicide when manhood was enough. We presume as a given that America has been still, has been, still lived and, prob- and very probably will be for a long time to come a striving, sturdy, racist society. We are aware from the White House to the unemployment line, there is a clear evidence that racism is still the American way. Even though we accept the reality of these challenges, we submit that all of these problems which invite so much attention may in fact be only uh, symptomatic of something more basic that affects us that has not been realized. We also want to suggest the possibility that there is a weapon yet undeveloped amongst ourselves, which, if developed, could perhaps eliminate both the symptoms and the problem. A process of transformation must take place. 
The transformation is not unlike what is happening in nature all the time. A high-pressure area transforms into a thunderstorm, a wind moving at a certain velocity, which gain more velocity from a cool breeze, will lead to another kind of thunderstorm. We know that a worm that crawls on the ground in the form of a grass in a caterpillar will very soon wrap itself into a cocoon and transform. Emerging from a distasteful state as a slimy, hairy worm to become a creature capable of flying with celestial beauties. Transformation is a process which characterizes the entity of the universe around us, and it is an implicit part of the human possibility. The only difference is that the caterpillar has to become a butterfly or die. One of the things about the larvae of the bee, it has to become a bee or it will die. One of the interesting things about the human being is that we can stay, stay a worm forever and appear to be a thriving form of life. We never have to become human butterflies to appear alive in this world. One of the things that is unique above the human being is that he has opinion that he will be or not be. If he chooses not to be, he can probably die as a slimy, hairy worm. The picture of the butterfly, butterfly can tell us what possible as men. The butterfly has much greater control of his survival than does the caterpillar. So who is highly vulnerable. Okay. So the butterfly is still subject to danger. It is much better equipped to protect itself. This allegory is what? That when we men, we are in much stronger state of self-determination than we ever were as boys. Right. So that was uh, a metaphor. Better if you don't put in words. But, um, and, and in this article, he will tell you the uh, meaning of, you know, this metaphor. But I'm just going to um, share, emphasize, you know, what I got from this metaphor, you know. Basically, do me a favor. Anybody in the call, if you have any noise in your background, please press star six or star five so you can mute yourself. Or you can go to TalkShoot.com and dial in the color ID, which is 
into something much greater. You know what I'm saying? There's something much greater, you know, is that is that butterfly, which is less vulnerable, you know what I'm saying, to be attacked. You know what I mean? So basically it's like we, you know what I'm saying, have to, you know, stand up and take that responsibility, you know what I'm saying, into becoming a man because when we do that, it would be a lot harder, you know what I'm saying, for our enemy, you know, to, to oppress us. You know what I mean? We have a better chance, you know, of, um, you know, bettering our situation. Because right now, a lot of these grown-ass men sound like little fucking boys. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, little boys, you know, you know, may still be a little scared. You know what I mean? When when, when it comes, you know what I'm saying, handling their business, you know, because they still, you know, getting a little machoism, you know what I'm saying, built up. You feel me? But, you know, it's kind of like we tell brothers, man, you know, you know what just happened in the community? Now, we're going to have to go, you know what I'm saying, and physically fuck these motherfuckers up. The niggas, you know what I'm saying, oh, no, nah, man. No, nah, I ain't doing that, man. Shit. Them motherfuckers going to come with the tank, and, you know, and they going to drop bombs from the planes, and, you know, you know, excuse my friend, but you tell me that shit, I'll tell you, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? If you if you respect me, homie, I'ma handle it, you know, and hopefully when I handle it, you know what I'm saying, I'll still be alive instead of dying like a man. You know what I'm saying? I'll still be alive as a man. You know what I mean? But, you know, it is a lot a lot of the brothers, you know what I'm saying, they compromise, you know what I'm saying, their manhood. You feel me? They compromise their manhood. You you gotta let the system come into the into the house and take away your fucking kids, you know what I'm saying, from your women. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you neglect your woman all out in the fucking streets. You know, she's standing, you know, welfare line, living in poverty. She's hungry, your child hungry. You understand? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, 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 that's irresponsible shit. Only a boy, you know what I'm saying, fucking um, neglect to take care of his damn responsibilities, man. You know I me? Mean? Only a boy do that shit. So when a boy don't take care of responsibility, what happens? A boy get his ass whooped, right? You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm going to tell all the brothers this. You know what I'm saying? If you feel offended, then you know what I'm talking about. But when these brothers fail to take care of their goddamn responsibilities, you know what I'm saying, we're going to have to start whooping their ass. You know what I'm saying? Turn these boys, you know what I'm saying, into some goddamn men. You know what I mean? Now, I don't advocate, you know what I'm saying, going around, you know what I'm saying, beating brothers up and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like a black crime, you know what I mean? That's fighting and debating and all that shit, you know what I mean? I'm not about that, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want us to do that, but in certain situations, people do, you know, when, it, when they get too out of hand, man, shit get too out of hand, and it seems like you can't talk to a motherfucker, man, you got to whoop their ass up. Bottom line, man. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Yeah, that's real talk. Out, I'm saying, you niggas out here walking out on their on, on their children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking fundling with other men and shit like that. Come on. You you know how I many goddamn country will stone your ass if they find out, you know what I'm saying? You put your thing thing in the nigga boot tank. You know what I'm saying? But we just let that shit we let that shit go. Oh, just, just, just lie out here in America. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just let that shit fly. Like, it's all good. You know what I mean? Niggas go hit some boot tank and then 
come back and give you props, and y'all niggas go to the club and shit. Like, 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 like he ain't did nothing disgraceful. You know what I'm saying? Do that shit in the Middle East, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in certain parts of the motherland. And your ass will get stoned. Death. Real talk. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about what the niggas ask when they get online. Some places, they will kill your ass. The way niggas acting right now in America, if our people was in our right minds, all of us in our right minds, and niggas did half of this, niggas would get laid out for doing half of this shit that's happening right now. You know what I mean? Because every tree got bad fruits, man. If you don't get rid of that damn bad fruit, the whole damn tree is going to rot him. That tree is a nation. That tree is a generation. You know what I'm saying? You learn a lot from nature. You got one goddamn bad vegetable on the crop, the whole damn crop, the whole generation is going to decay. You know what I'm saying? Every organization got a bad fruit. I'm telling you, every organization got a bad fruit. This it's a known thing. It's just part of nature. It happens. You know what I'm saying? So we, we so there people must come on, I mean, if you're telling me like like let let's think logic right now without the emotion. All right. This is a logic, man. There's no way in hell that any of our people will want to unite with all of our people. You may say that shit now, but when you actually meet all of your people and get to see how all of your people is, well, not all of your people, some of your people, you will not want to even be around them. Some of our people are dirty or just as dirty as this fucking cave, man. You understand? Would you want to unite with child molesters? Come on. Huh? Would you want to unite, you know what I'm saying, with um, pedophiles? Huh? Would you like to, come on, let's be real. Would you like, do you want to re- unite with rapists or with serial killers? Come on, real talk. You know that can't happen. But let's just be logical. The best thing we could do is give ourselves, each other, peace and love. Peace and love. Peace means we're not fighting, we're not killing each other, we're not arguing with each other, and love. We're not hating each other. You know what I mean? And get rid of these damn bad fruits. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to bring chaos and hatred. That's, that's it. It's very simple. You project peace and love, and if we see some bad fruit with chaos and hatred, we got to pluck that damn fruit. <laughs> now we're going to have to happen. We got to show, we got to project peace and love, but somebody want to come with hatred and chaos, we got to weed out that damn vegetable. All right? And we establish something a community with peace and love, and niggas want to come up with hatred and chaos, we're going to have to get rid of that, nigga. Because we're showing peace and love as respect and honor, not don't get us fucked up just because we want to be peaceful and loving, that if your ass come chaotic, you know what I'm saying, and showing hatred, niggas going to be scared to, to, to regulate on your ass. Because we don't have to design something no matter who you think you are. If you get your ass out of the line, you better be regulated. Bottom line. No exemptions from that. Anybody get regulated. 
even the ones who call themselves a damn leader or whatever, chief president. You don't perform your goddamn duties and obligations. You step out of line, the boundaries, homie, you're going to have to get regulated like everybody else, dog. Ain't no exception. That's justice, right? That's justice. Anybody got to get it when they get out of line. You know what I mean? And I'm not about all that. I'm not saying we should do all that. You know what I mean? I don't want it to get that. Get there. You know what I mean? But I'm just talking to all my revolutionaries out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, if we can't talk no sense to these niggas, man, you know, and, and they still run around since me, some of them just going to have to get this shit beaten to them, man. Mm-hmm. Before, before the whole goddamn generation, you know what I'm saying, be in jeopardy. Yeah. I can say something. I can say something. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, 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 man. You touched on a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? And areas too. You know what I'm saying? Those that's really light. You know what I'm saying? And areas that's dark. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I dig that. My thing is, um, speaking of speaking about what you're saying, right? I like to know. I like to ask your question. I like to. I like to know from you. You know what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to bringing on a, a revolution, well, a evolution, a, a change, right? A, tra- a a complete positive change. You know what I'm saying? And a revolution. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> making swift and short. How, how? Who? Who can we unite with? Really? Really? What conditions? Really, really, what, what, what is a good condition you, you would say for us? You know what I'm saying that we should be in right now, because mm-hmm. if we also need nice stuff. We, we also have fake black nationalism people out there. Now I know you're not being one of them, but you know what I'm saying you also you got other people out there that's like that though. You know that's that's stealing from us. You know what I'm saying, and it's just turning us down. And they are all people. Mm-hmm. You know you got Cuffo Dollar. You know what I'm saying he are all people. You know what I'm saying. They are our own people we're going against. <laughs> but um, yeah. my thing but, is, but, but are we make... still supposed to use peace and love against these people? Or are we supposed to be, you know, on some war, on, on some war type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Are we supposed to be on some getting our women together and our religion together? I mean, what, what you think? What you think? i like to know. To tie you because you can expound on stuff. You know, I know you go by the intergalactical laws. So, hello. Nice. Yeah, sorry about that, family. But, you know, usually my call drops at eleven, and I had to call back in. All right. So, to address the brother question. Um, if you were listening carefully, you were you you, you were kind of discover that um, I'm talking about you know what I'm saying us giving peace and love to the ones who project that, and then you know the ones you know what I'm saying who's not in that order. You feel me? The ones you know what I'm saying who's doing this grateful shit like Kirk Flow, Dollar, and all these other grimy ass cats out there who fucking over our people. They get bad fruits. When I said I got to pluck a bad fruit, you know what I'm saying? What do you think that means, brother? That's a metaphor. You understand? Mm-hmm. What do you think that means? We're going we, we to have to drop them niggas, man. You feel me? 
that's what that, that, that that's what's going to happen because because you know when you got discipline, you know what I'm saying? Discipline is is enforced. You know, order will start to manifest. So the cats knew that if they turn their backs on us as the people, you know what I'm saying? And they do any type of grimy shit to any of us who's in the righteous order, they is getting regulated. You feel what I'm saying? Regulated. And if and if all these brothers knew that, nigga, if you disrespect the order, you know what I'm saying, you get regulated, we have less niggas be trading. It's really supposed to get to the point where niggas are supposed to be afraid to betray. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Um, anybody who's really from the streets, who's really from the hood, you know what I mean? And grew up in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Like around, you know what I'm saying, the 80s and the 90s and stuff like that. You feel me? You would know that if we had a code, you know what I'm saying? The code was, you know what I'm saying, to not snitch. Everybody was afraid to snitch. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew if you would have done that, you know, you would have lost your life. You feel what I'm saying? But then right. for, some, for some way, the cold got a little watered down. Niggas was getting beat up for snitching. Okay, but everybody not afraid to get beat up. So then when that cold, when, when they watered down on that shit, you know, a little bit more niggas start snitching. You know what I'm saying? More snitching than before. The people used to lose their life over it. But then, you know what I'm saying, niggas start getting... Start, start watering down the cold again, and people were able to snitch, and nobody didn't clack them, nobody didn't beat them up, you know what I'm saying? All they did was just stop talking to them. And then the whole snitch population grew. Like a damn epidemic and spread, and now, you know what I'm saying, every damn hood across America, you know, you got snitches and informants like a muck. The reason why half of the gangsters is in jail right now because of the damn informant. You know what I mean? From the hood. Feel me? So that's how, that's how they conquer the hood, nigga, like they conquer everybody else. They turn the people against them, you know what I mean, to, to do what they what they don't want to do, in other words. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So did that answer the question? Oh, yeah, that answered the question. All right, you, if you have another one, you know what I'm saying, go ahead, throw them in. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> what, 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 uh, what strategies do you have, right? for us basically as a conscious community to not suffer any collateral, basically collateral damages just in case these things uh, don't, like, basically work and take effect. Because, you know, like, if you look at the wire, right, for an example, you got Omar, right? <clears throat> Omar was right. the type of person we talking about. He was snitching, he would do all that, but, but yet people still show that fear when he came around too, you know what I'm saying? And so... <clears throat> Uh, my thing is, okay, we come in and saying that we ain't standing for that, you know what I'm saying? But you, you got to realize that when we say that, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we're we going to be looked at in the outer circle and not have no support, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying as an individual right now, what can we do to establish ourselves, you know, so we can basically get that support? Because <clears throat> I know you're saying just show love and peace, but you remember that's the order, you know what I'm saying? So people thinking in that order of what love and peace is from that perspective, you know. But when we show them what, what love and peace really is, because, you know, you got to separate the real from the unreal, they're going to see a new order. You know, they might be scared of getting that order. So what should we do? <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I mean, the real and the unreal have always been separated. You know what I mean? It still is separated right now. But as time goes on, 
the um, rural population grows. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we're already doing that. The problem is the ones who is in the order of peace and love don't have no popularity. So basically it sounds like from your statement that if we was to do that, you know what I'm saying, more of our people would be influenced by that. But, you know, um, that's not that's not what that's not what time is dictating right now. You feel me? The, the, the problem is all of our people isn't doing this. And not enough people is influenced by it. Because as I mentioned earlier, all, 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 you know, all the people are taking 80 perspectives to stuff. You know what I'm saying? Old perspectives to stuff. They still going waiting for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I'm on some let's get up while I'm down type stuff. I ain't waiting for nobody. I'm going to get me and my family and my people out of this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm dead serious. So, so I mean, I'm going to lift, I'm gonna lift I'm, when I get up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to lift out my hand. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't want to hear no I'm waiting for Jesus type stuff. If somebody, if you fall right now to today, are you waiting for Jesus to pick you up? Or you gonna, you know what I'm saying? You gonna, you gonna get, you gonna reach out to the person that's trying to get you up, you know, lift you up, whether they be white or whatever. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I want to be lifted up, but I want to be lifted up, and I, I but I want to stand for truth. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and righteousness and living light. So when I get lifted up, you know what I'm saying? Basically, I'm lifting up my people. You know what I'm saying? My people, my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? God is where God first. You know what I'm saying? I'm lifting up. All of that, all of the above, you know what I'm saying, when I, when I lift up. Because I'm going to reach back down my hat, you know, but it, it's different in, in a certain way. Because most people, they get up, they ain't going to lift, you know, they ain't going to lift up their hand. Look at these rappers. You know what I'm saying? All these rappers, their kids go to school, their kids graduate. You know, their kids don't got a problem with, with the law. If they do, you know, they got money for bail. You know what I'm saying? None of these rappers make programs for bail money or nothing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, I'm kind of, I'm kind of heated. I, you know what I'm saying? I know people get, you know, they get nervous when I talk like this. You know what I'm saying? They get, they get a little, a little. I feel, I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying, fam. Because I'm telling you, man, I try. That's the same way I used to deliver myself. You know what I mean? As well. You know what I mean? But you know, you know, niggas can't expect that rawness. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you come in raw. You know what I mean? I don't feel no way about it. Just like I said, the people got to be more on the mental plane. Then emotional pain, you feel what I'm saying? Even you yourself, you know what I mean? You can't let your emotions, you know what I'm saying, take over you. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be more mental about all of this. I mean, the, all the energies that's moving in motion anyway, I want to say, I want to ask, where does emotion even come from? And was it a part of our ancestors? You know what I'm saying? Was our ancestors emotional? Did they have energy and emotion that way? Where, where the, we perceive it now, you know what I'm saying? And we take it now. And if not, where did it come from? You know what I'm saying? Because when I look at a definition of what makes a man, you know what I'm saying, it separates him from other males. So males in general, they, you know, they, they right now to this day in society, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 they show a sensitive side. You know what I'm saying? A sensitive side. But um, if we're talking about what, what differentiates them, um, what makes a man, well, the man doesn't really have a sensitive side. <laughs> he's a lone soldier. He's the definition of a soldier as well. You feel me? But emotional on what plane? You know what I mean? Because there's two planes. You got the higher plane and the lower plane. Nothing wrong with being emotional, but when I'm talking about are people too emotional, I'm talking about too emotional on the lower plane. 
You feel right. me? The lower place of emotion, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is anger. You know what I'm saying? Envy. You know what I mean? Hatred. You feel what I'm saying? That's all the, that's emotions on the negative plane. Emotion on the higher plane, you know what I'm saying, is passion. You know what I'm saying? Is You know what I'm saying? It's intellectual, you know what I'm saying, stimulation. It's compassion. You feel me? It's divine love. That's emotions on the higher plane. Yeah, that's emotional. Are emotional people. Emotion is energy. Emotion. So everything, even we store energy. When you store emotion, you store energy. So when you store the energy, you know, say emotion, which is emotion on the lower plane, that should become destructive to your being, to your physical, mm-hmm. to your mental, and your spiritual. But when you hold the energy of motion, which is energy and motion in the higher plane, it heals. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It feels going to activate, you know what I'm saying, your higher consciousness. So we are emotional people, you know what I mean? Real talk. We we is an emotional people by nature. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, though, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, with this information, you know what I'm saying, it, it holds us accountable, you know what I'm saying? That's a two thing. that's a two flip side about information or, or, or acknowledgement, you know what I'm saying, or knowledge. Because really when you got information, right, you put it together to make logic, which makes knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I'm just saying that basically, you know, this information holds us accountable as well, you know. And so since I know it holds me accountable, you know, my whole thing about it is, <clears throat> my whole thing about it is the 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 the, the, the steps that, that we took, our, our people took, our ancestors, you know, took, in the 80s and 90s, those things have failed. So me, I'm coming off from an angry perspective because I'm like, man, I got to do it, you know what I'm saying, or somebody else got to do it. And it's not even I got to do it type stuff. We got to do it. And it's like, how am I going to get us to do it if nobody's even trying to be involved like that except for, like, me and you? <laughs> it's going to be like a 30 men, 100 men on this phone. What's up? It's supposed to be over 100 men, black men. You know what I'm saying? I, I talked to a black brother tonight. He said he's going into the military. Mm-hmm. For what? For what? He said he want to make some money. I said, brother, <laughs> you could take the black dollar out of America right now. Mm-hmm. He could take the black dollar out of America right now. All he got to do, you know what I'm saying, is, 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 is basically use his sense. Where we live at right now, if all of us come together, because where we live at, right, the place where I stay at and reside at, it was established before the Constitution. You know what I'm saying? So that means we established, and it has, it has, you know what I'm saying, our background, it has our background name and information. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that we already heard these things. So if everybody realized that, you know what I'm saying? We can basically use things more and utilize things more to assist us in developing, you know what I'm saying, so much more. Because I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you look at all these, these protests and stuff like that, man. My bad. I'm, I'm, I'm talking a lot. Make it swift and short. You look at these protests and stuff, though, and you see that, um, you see that we're, we're just sticking with each other about a topic, you know what I'm saying, that someone else projected to us. Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
people got to look at that, man, where it came from. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like, we, good times. All the all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? The Cosby, you know, well, excuse me, not the Cosby. Um, what were that? Good times, Martin, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> we got to... We gotta look at. We really. We gotta communicate more. We gotta really communicate with each other more. Like I, I talked to a, a, another person today. It was like they moving away from black brothers. It was like that's one thing they know. You know, excuse me. It was like that's one thing they know is destructive, and people can't come together. And I feel hurt. I feel bad and sad. I felt like I was still on a plantation. You still live. And you know, the American Corporation ain't nothing but a big ass fucking plantation. With a couple of sovereign men, you know what I mean? But you're on a plantation, you can be sovereign. You feel me? Even during the plantation days, you have free men, free Negroes, right? Everybody yeah. don't think Nubian wasn't slaves. You had European slaves here. You know what I mean? You had Chinese slaves here, Native American slaves here. It's still the same shit today. Asian motherfuckers is slaves at the nine to five job. White people come here from from Ireland and Polish, all them poor countries in Europe, and they become slaves. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, look, 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 look. But then, but then they get us, right? See, this is how they get us. We might be driving on a late night, right? Like, like somebody be, might be listening in, right? On their way home, guys, whoop, whoop, get pulled over. Huh. Now, now they got to go to court. Regardless of how the situation go, you know what I'm saying? They got to go to court, you know what I'm saying? Dealing dealing with these type of people, they got to go to court. After they go to court, then what happens? You know what I'm saying? The, they, they're, trying to, they're trying to basically lower your life down. That's, a, that's, that's time out of your life. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we look, you know what I'm saying, these judges wear these black robes. Why do they wear these black robes? It's connected to Saturn, man. These people are doing witchcraft when you're walking in, man. They are turning your energy down. You hear me? So, so my thing is, you know, like, like there is so many things, it's so many ways that, that they're out to try to get us that, look, they don't even, we, they tell us that this is how they get us. They say, don't tell your case about, don't talk to your case to anybody in there. <laughs> if, if, a black, if a black brother ever been locked up, you know what I'm talking about. They say, look, one thing, don't talk, don't tell your case to nobody in there. But look who's in there with you. Look who's going through the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. We gotta classify us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just just that alone, brothers ain't going up. Brother just applied it like that. I'm saying, what is going on that us as black brothers can't say nothing and apply it like that? I'm I'm sick and tired of it. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm gonna find a way. Well, I'm gonna say something, and, and a lot of brothers gonna apply it. I don't care how they gonna perceive it. You know what I'm saying? If I gotta get down on that level, like the five percent of Clarence Thirteen next year, you know what I'm saying? Or if I gotta be uh, a master teacher like uh, Malachi York, well, I ain't gonna, I ain't no pedophile or nothing. But you know what I'm saying? If I gotta get get all these religions and group them up, you know what I'm saying? It, it's something gotta happen. And um, my last question is, my last question is uh, basically, how can we? Get love in a hostile environment. All right. So I still see that you kind of misinterpreting 
you know, what I what I've been saying. You know, that that question was Okay, okay how do we get love in a hostile environment? How do we get love in a hostile environment? I don't know about you, but the environment, the environment I'm in, it'd be very hostile. You know what I'm saying? I can't, okay. I can't walk to a black woman. And all right, say, all right, all right, brother. Let me answer your question one more time. All right, I'm gonna hit you with a different angle, obviously, because you ain't understood. But I'm not saying it before. But the thing is, homie, you can't get no goddamn love in a hostile environment. If niggas are pressing you, they ain't showing you no love. You can't show them no love. You feel me? So I don't know how you perceive. What I explained, but I ain't spoke nothing about giving no love in no damn hostile environment. How the fuck can you do that? Nigga shooting bullets at you. You know what I mean? You trying to save your life and you talking about, nigga, I love you? Call on Jesus? Hell no, I ain't talking about no shit like that. I'm sorry. I'm talking, I'm talking about the older. You know what I mean? If somebody showing you, if a brother projecting love, you know what I mean? You got to project the same thing. If a brother projecting peace, you got to project the same thing. But as, I'm not, as I was saying about a bad fruit, a bad fruit is a hostile motherfucker, and you're going to have to pluck them. When I'm talking about pluck, I'm talking about burying these niggas six feet under deep. Why? Because everything everybody do has an influence. You know what I mean? When you're positive, yes, it will influence some, and it will not influence some. When you're negative, it will influence some, and it will not influence some. You feel what I'm saying? So, therefore, how can negative be influenced when it's only positive? So, what I'm talking about, the ones, you know what I'm saying, who seen as if they can't love themselves, can't love their kind, you know what I mean, can't get peace of themselves, can't get peace of their kind, got to get rid of, gone, go, out of here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though, man, hold on, man. We still got to remember there's children involved, you know what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying, what I'm, because at the end of the day, these people hold got on, chosen. Hold on, hold on, what the hell is you saying, dog? Get straight to your damn point, man. I don't know what the hell you saying, man. You ask I'm me a saying, question, I'm I guess saying, you I'm saying, I'm saying, and you saying a whole bunch of other shit outside of the subject. You feel what I'm saying? So you said your last question, and now you you trying to give me a, a question in the goddamn conversation. So what is yeah, it? Is it wrong to convince somebody? No, 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 no. It ain't none of that, dog. It ain't none of that. Yeah, because I'm not, because right now, man, it sounds like, you know what I'm saying, I'm talking to a nigga emotion and not his intellect right now. You feel what I'm saying? Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't come at me with your emotions. Come at me with your intellect. Well, I'm not emotional or intellectual. I'm spiritual. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate you. Come at me with your intellect. You know what I'm saying? Your intellect, homie. That is a spiritual. I'm brother. I'm spiritual. Right. Just, all, right, all, right, all right. All right. So, 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 so get down to the business, homie. Say what you got to say, dog, without beating around the bush. Ask whatever you got to ask, homie, without beating around the bush. What it is, homie. What you don't understand. What it is. What message should we project to the children? What message should we project to the children? Do you, do you know what message we should project to the children?
I said we should show peace and love to those who show it to us. But the nigga don't want to show no love, and the nigga want to get chaotic, he ain't getting no peace and no love from me, homie. Now, don't get the peace and love shit twisted for me being the punk. Because the nigga want to get disorder out of this order, he don't get regulated, homie. So what it is, don't come over here testing me, dog. That's real talk. But I'm in no way judging you. Don't come over here testing me, bro. So you come up to me, you better come up with peace, love, and respect, or you will get checked, homie. So say what you gotta say. No, but I, I did say what that. What it is, homie? Get to the mind. What it is. I listen. I need you to listen to me, brother. I understand why. Can you please listen to me, though, brother? Yeah, please. yeah. What's happening? Okay. This is what I'm saying, brother. I'm saying if me and you were to go on like that and a child, right, was to see it, hear it, or even somehow know about it, right, what message do you think they're going to perceive from that? How do you think they're going to apply that information? If me and you are to act like act like that hostile, if me and you to act like you know what I'm saying, we're going against each other, brother, and we black brothers. What message are we projecting to our children and to our nation and generation? I'm just saying it like this. I, I feel that. But let's 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 really you know, apply it. You already know to apply it to something else. But I'm saying when we apply it to something else like that, how can we get our children involved? And get the, the and get them to get perceive it in a way not to be negative because the way you come in, many many other brothers can see that and they can interpret that so bad they they, they don't even know they don't you know how they're gonna interpret it I'm gonna do that to another brother and they they don't even know that they're supposed to do that to a police officer like that they're supposed to come the way you just came to me they're supposed to come to the correctional officer like that all the people in jail they're supposed to come to the correctional officer like that they're supposed to come to the, to the the, 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 the people uh, that they're saying McDonald's like that, all these white people, we, we're supposed to come to them like that. You ain't supposed to come at me like that. Now, me, I ain't the enemy. I'm, I'm, the, one that's, I'm the one that's going to shoot for you. So what's the question, brother? What's the question, man? How can we get our children involved to perceive this message without them Taking it um, in a neck in a negative perspective. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, brother. That's a question. You don't have to give me a sentence. Let me answer the question. All right. Now, this is the thing, man. Don't nobody, you feel me, interpreted anything the same. You know, and I could give a, a, a any type of message to any type of children out there. All of them are going to process the information, you know what I'm saying, differently. Not exactly the same. Some of them, you know what I'm saying, will process it similar to the others. It can come into agreement. Others won't. You know what I mean? I can get over here and talk about peace, love, love and harmony all day. And I can talk about, you know what I'm saying, hatred and chaos all day. But still somebody going to misinterpret it differently. I can come with both. 
And still, people are going to misinterpret it differently. Some are going to understand it. Some ain't going to understand it. And this is the bottom line is because it sounds like you speaking from a perspective of uniting every single last Nubian person on the face of this planet Earth. And in actuality, any of the master teachers could tell you this, you know what I'm saying, that you can never unite other people. You know what I mean? And you don't need to unite other people. It's only a few numbers, it's only a few people, you know what I'm saying, that could rule the world. It's only a, a, a few people, you know what I'm saying, that can liberate themselves. You know, 99.99% of the population is only being ruled, being ruled by less than 10%. You understand? And they're not united with everybody. The ones who rule this world is a lesser number than the population. You feel what I'm saying? So, whether no matter what type of speech you give, all the children ain't going to, you know what I'm saying, convey it the same way. You feel what I'm saying? You got to set an example, man. You know, that, 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 that's my whole point. The people understand actions more than they understand words. If people know, if people see that, when anybody just trade us, a step out of order, they were good taken care of. All right? That's the reason why so many niggas scared today to step up to the correctional officer, to the police, and to these motherfuckers in McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? The reason why they're afraid to step up because they know, from example, if you talk shit to the correctional officer, he's going to whoop your ass. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you talk shit to that police officer, he may shoot or whoop your ass. Or that person in McDonald's going to call the police. You know, these people are going to take action, and they're not going to play. You feel what I'm saying? But the police officer give you a message. Every nigga ain't going to take it the same. Some may rebel against him. Some may accept what he say. Some may agree with him. You understand? So the thing is, homie, is the action that speaks more. You feel me? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that, bro. I feel that. I feel that a whole bunch, man. Um, but which way do you think we should apply our actions, though? Should we just apply, you know what I'm saying, as in, like, ignorance solve everything? Or should we apply it as, like, basically, should we apply it, should we apply it make it more simple, should we apply it to um, individual um, discrimination or should we apply it to a systematic oppression? You should apply it in both manners. You feel what I'm saying? Individual situation and, you know what I'm saying, massively. But I could see the public, every type of thing is exposed to in the public, but everybody in the public don't, they're not accepting, you know what I'm saying, the same thing, whether it is, okay, um, what well, we got exposed to the public, you know what I'm saying, we got uh, movies, you know what I'm saying, exposed to the public. Don't everybody go to the movie theaters? You know what I'm saying? You got the you, you, you got the gay people movement. Everybody ain't, ain't ain't with that movement. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, when Michael Mess stood up, everybody ain't following Michael Mess. You, it, it never in the history of the world did everybody ever, you know what I'm saying, accepted one particular thing. That that's that that's never happened. You understand? So, I mean, people want things to be complex, but it's real simple. When I'm talking about show peace, which means that, you know what I'm saying, it, it just means that. You feel me? To show peace would mean that there ain't going to be no chaos, there ain't going to be no wars, you know what I'm saying, and show love. If a brother need help, you know what I'm saying, 
lift them up. If a brother or sister, you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean, need something, you know what I'm saying, give it. You know what I mean? You don't give them encouragement. In other words, don't show them no hatred. Because what we see in the hood right now is the opposite of what I'm talking about. We see hatred and chaos in the hood. And, you know what I'm saying, we see hatred and chaos, you know what I'm saying, in the workforce amongst us. But then we see hatred and chaos, you know what I'm saying, in the wealthy class amongst us. None of these damn rappers get alone. They got mad, though. We got brothers who got, you know what I'm saying, mad, though, and, you know, and they do business with Europeans, but they don't do business with other brothers. You know what I'm saying? Because they hating each other. They conflicting with each other. Rappers beefing. Now, that what we have today. If we had the opposite, then I think we would get somewhere. You know what I mean? It's just that simple. So... If, if somebody trying to disrupt you, you know what I'm saying, from you being in an environment that express peace and love or trying to disrupt you and those who practicing the same that you're practicing, then, you know what I'm saying, you got to get rid of them. You know what I mean? That's the only way you're going to put a stop to it. The only way you're going to stop the bully from whooping your ass is to fight the bully back. Bottom line. So it means you can't stop them from, from taking your hair off. You got to take theirs off because it's, before they take yours off, because if you don't, your head going to fall off. You feel what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it, it's just basic. It's, it's real simple. You feel me? I mean, I, I don't have to physically be a member of every black organization. I don't have to physically be around every black person, you know what I'm saying, or anything. The best thing I can do for all of my people is to give them peace and then give them love. You know what I'm saying? That's it, because in actuality, you know, even if we, there's no way you can get a, a, a billion black people in one spot and we and we going to get along harmoniously and shit. You know what I'm saying? Being around each other all day, every goddamn day. Getting, no, can't nobody be around nobody all day, every damn day. Husband and wife can't even do it, man. You know what I'm saying? So just show people peace and love. It's just simple. You give your brother your space. It don't mean you're disunited. I mean, this brother can, you can get this. You and the brother could be in the same hood. You ain't got to never say nothing to him. Just make sure every time you turn to that brother, you know what I'm saying, you're peaceful. You know what I mean? And every time you're interacting with that brother, you're showing love. But you don't have to talk to the brother. You don't have to say hi to the brother. You don't have to hang out with the brother. Just show the brother peace and love. Just show the sister peace and love. Universally. That's it. You know what I mean? Any other questions? Um, no, when, yeah, when love don't seem to work and all love seems void, what do we use to replace that? When love seems, when love is void from an individual, then you shouldn't be around an individual that got a voidness of love because um, this is a very busy country, you know what I mean, a nation called the United States of America. We don't have to be around anybody if you don't want to. So those who are not showing no love, I just don't be with them. You know what I'm saying? I can show them I, I can show them peace, you know what I mean? By not, you know what I'm saying, picking on them. In other words, and not portraying hatred toward them, but anybody, you know what I'm saying, who don't who don't, you know what I'm saying, want to project peace and love, I just stay away from them. Because if I don't, we know where they can we know where they can reach something to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you ain't no punk. You know what you're going to do if somebody coming up to you trying to test you? So you know what you're going to do if somebody coming up to you and trying to oppress you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to do. 
I'm not going to take this situation lightly. You feel me? So that's why people who 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 don't want to show me peace, who don't want to show me love, I got to stay away from them. Because, you know what I'm saying, things can get real. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put myself in a situation where I become another brother, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, you know what I'm saying, uh, trying to avoid getting locked up or being locked up, you know what I'm saying, or, or you know what I'm saying, another brother, you know what I'm saying, out here dead, or, or having to take another brother's life, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or something in that nature. You feel what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. When there ain't no love, man, you ain't in their presence. You know what I mean? Simple thing, man. Simple thing, but it's a... I mean, this is the thing, man. A lot of us, man, is trying to liberate ourselves, man, and trying to associate with people, you feel me, that's sort of like, you know, on the lower level, you know, on the lower plane, you know what I'm saying, on the lower consciousness. You know, we spend too much time trying to get them on our level, trying to get them on our consciousness, trying to get them on our plane, you know what I'm saying, when... The only relationship that we should be trying to build is with those who's on our level and those who are above our level. Cause that's how we. That's the only time we really become great. You understand? So, I mean, I figured out by me being on my journey of consciousness. You know, I just wasn't compatible. You know, what I'm saying with anybody. You know, who who's on who's on the lower level because you know eventually they will start to envy the intellect. Or they become argumentative, and I believe the whole argumentative shit is ignorant. You know what I mean? But sometimes that will happen. So what I'm saying? So I figure that what I need to do is start, you know what I'm saying, rubbing elbows, you know, with the brothers out there who I know is doing what I'm doing or, you know what I'm saying, or, 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 or doing what I'm trying to do. You feel what I'm saying? Like the master teacher, like, you know what I mean? Build relationship, you know what I'm saying, with Dr. Phil, you know what I mean? Build relationship, you know what I'm saying, with Dr. Ali Muhammad, you know what I mean? Because I know these brothers is doing, you know what I'm saying, what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Which is serve my ancestors. So I found myself being in, 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 in much more contentment, you know what I'm saying, with reaching out towards brothers like that. You feel me? Our brothers on my level. You know, it's just like, it's on the lesser level, man. The good thing you do is stay away from them. But sometimes you got to look at yourself. How did I get into this order? How did I get into the to the knowledge itself in the beginning? What did I do? I either went out to seek it, or when somebody came and, and talked to me, I listened. I received what they came to give me if I didn't seek it. So if these people out here are people, any people, really want to be free, man, they'll either seek it, um, you give it to them, they will take it. Bottom line, all of our people ain't going to take it, brother. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I've been trying to, I've been, I've been offering it to the people for 10 years, man. All of them ain't going to take it. You know what I'm saying? So my whole objective, you know what I'm saying, to build everybody in the future, you know what I'm saying, make us become stronger, help us become wiser, you know what I'm saying? We work with each other. And so I, I I work with brothers out here. I break bread with brothers. I got brothers I'm united with. You know, bottom line, I can't, you know what I'm saying, me I, I, me and brother, I, I work business, you know what I'm saying, with brothers, you know, all around the country. You know what I mean? 
outside of the country. I break bread. I've been breaking bread with my brother from Africa. You know what I mean? I had no business with brothers from Africa. Me and I, I own businesses with brothers. You feel what I'm saying? So to a extent, I'm united, you know what I'm saying, to the real brothers out there. That's who I'm united with. You know what I mean? The the other ones who wanna who wanna follow their lower nature, I just stay away from them, man. They they going they try they're trying to stay away from us, right? You know what I mean? I ain't talking about going out here chasing people and shit. You know what I mean? He doesn't. This is the whole thing about it, right? I, I, um, I have a perspective about it, right? I don't look at things no more for what they say they are or what they claim to be. So when someone tells me, right, like I walk up in the store, right, and someone tells me, yeah, this is a philosophy, yeah, this is KFC, yeah, this is the government, this is the book, though. I don't look at that as they're the government or the court building. Because, first of all, factually speaking, the government doesn't exist as a physical person. But what I'm saying is that it's a politician body out there. What I'm saying is that this is just ordinary people every day that we run into. To me, this is ordinary people that we run into. So I'm saying that out of these ordinary people that we run into every day, why are they continuing to act this way and continue to have this pattern in this world, you know what I'm saying? Continuing to stress not only themselves but others because you do what you sell, you know? So why, why, why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to have the children, you know, do those things that way. I never understood counterclockwise. I never understood it, you know what I'm saying? For so long, you know what I'm saying, when we, when we look at the sun, you know what I'm saying, and everything, everything is clockwise. You know, we we following the clock as clockwise. Damn, like how are we going? Like why are we going counterclockwise? Like I don't I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And we as a people, the strong people, we don't we made the kinder. You know what I'm saying? We made this. And, and from what I'm hearing, we've done this. You know what I'm saying? We the king. We supposed to be God. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to be God. We king. You know what I'm saying? These everyday people that we meet, whether they be white, black. I don't care about the division. I don't. I, me personally, I don't care about that. I understand what you're saying, though, and I follow your order. You know, but me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, when we, when we, when we, me personally, I'm just saying that I, I don't look at it as we're African or we're black because it seems like we all came from from the same place. It just seems like we all just everyday people. You know what I'm saying? And um, when we're dealing with everyday people. How do we stop their continuing pattern of doing negativity and spreading toxic out into the world? All right. Um, okay, this is the thing, brother. I make, what I do, I make it accessible to the public. You know what I'm So if someone, someone wants to seek the information that I'm conveying, they can find it. If I see somebody who's interested, you know what I'm saying, I have an interest, on my message, I give it to them. You know what I mean? I don't duck or dodge. You know what I'm saying? I won't try to hide. But the thing is this. In my personal life, you know, um, I do not worry about anybody, you know what I'm saying, who's lost. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't worry about anybody, you know what I'm saying, who uh not on the same path that I'm in, that I'm on, nor do I seek or have any desire you know what I'm saying, to be in relationship with people, you know what I mean, who's not on the same path 
that I'm on. You understand? So that's called being selfish. But, but, but hold on, let me finish. The people that I associate with, you feel me? Um, they already, you know, manifesting, you know, what we should be doing. They doing it already. You feel me? I mean, there's different communities. You got to understand that there are different societies. You know, you can actually be in an environment, you know what I'm saying, with, with real brothers, you know what I'm saying, who really, you know, performing the rituals, you know what I'm saying, traditions of, the, of our ancestors. You can be in that environment. You know, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, being around ignorant people, you know what I'm saying, or, you know what I'm saying, people who outside of the order or anything in that nature. The only thing you have to worry about them people if you put yourself in a situation where you are surrounded by them people, but you don't have to be in that. The bottom line is, in the, in this the, the the cities such as New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, it was geometrically designed to make people resonate on the lower frequencies. So basically, when you break down the mathematics, you know what I'm saying, of Atlanta, D.C. Well, not not D.C. D.C. a little so different, but Atlanta, New York. You know what I mean? In other nations, you'll know that it's designed for you to resonate on a lower frequency. You understand? So you wonder, you wonder why a lot of these people acting this way. It's not, they, it's not that they want to act this way. It's that, you know what I'm saying, they don't know how to, you know what I'm saying, mathematically oppose, you know, uh, the frequency that's projecting upon them. Because everything is geometry. Geometry is shape. Everything has shape. Everything geometry. Geometry is mathematics. You got to understand the rays in the vortex and angles and all of that stuff. That stuff is important for you to make the right move at the right time, to do the right thing at the right time. You understand? To say the right thing at the right beat. You understand? So, you know what I mean? It's all mathematics. And you're looking, you're in the nation right now, America, with the majority of people is mathematically illiterate in this nation. America. They don't understand the negative of mathematics. They don't understand the application of mathematics. They don't understand the concept of origin of mathematics. Point blank, period. You understand? So it's like, it's like, how can a person, you know, say who do chocolate fries, you know, relate to somebody who 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 run a timetable mathematically? What type of conversation can they have? What type of, you know, relationship can they have? You know what I mean? I mean, it's useless because if somebody, you know, which is mathematically speaking, if somebody, you know what I'm saying, performing timetables, you doing calculus five, you know what I mean? Half of the mathematical shit that you got to, 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 to talk about, they can't even relate to. They can't relate to nothing above, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, on timetables, and you do that shit in your head, in, in the speed of light, and you're like, what the hell is I'm getting out of associating with this person, man? Especially this person ain't trying to learn, you know what I'm saying, what I have to give them. You know what I mean? They they want to they, they, they wanna go elsewhere, you know what I'm saying, to learn the multiplicator besides me, then why worry about it? I don't know. I hope, y'all, I hope that you understand that analogy, but... Uh, you you went on high frequency for real. That's why I mess with you, bro. Cause you you know what I'm saying. You go in that high frequency of learning, man. And, and you're right. That's what we need. That's why I was waiting for you to drop. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
Hey, can you, can you, when you're saying this, though, because, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we down here by, by, you know what I'm saying, like you, you said about D.C. and all that, you know what I'm saying, and like, 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 you know, Baltimore, you know what I'm saying, so, so, like, can you speak, you know what I'm saying, about, like, basically the architecture and, and this math, and how it correlates with mathematics, basically, because I remember last time you spoke, you know what I'm saying, on YouTube, if ain't nobody catch that, I know they definitely got to catch that. You know what I'm saying? The architecture and you know what I'm saying, this correlation is with mathematics, you know what I'm saying? So so can you speak on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, all right, now you gotta understand the whole purpose of even building the pyramid, or or even building a civilization such as Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Or why the civilization such as, you know, the one in, in Guatemala and Mexico was attracting beings from with higher intelligence. You know what I mean? In other words, extraterrestrials. The reason why the pyramids of ancient Kemet were designed so they could go ahead and communicate with the with, with the beings from Orion constellation, because if you look at the pyramid of Giza, each one of the the, the three pyramids aligned directly with the Orion constellation belt, which means that if they was going to the pyramid and meditate and, and sit down and and align the crown chakras. With the very tip of the pyramid, they could receive and send a message to the Orion constellation. And if they receive a message or receiving the frequency from the Orion constellation, then they themselves could go upon a higher frequency. So that was built to go to the eighth, to, to, to the gateway of the eighth dimension. You know, so that was the pyramid was designed for. And the pyramid of Giza have very, very, very high frequencies, very high frequency level. You know what I'm saying? It resonates on uh, on the megahertz below the sound of the humanoid ears because the human can only hear 19 to 20 megahertz and up. So the pyramids was resonating on the frequency lower than 19 hertz and then and it vibrate off the same octave of the earth, which meant that it was, uh, and plus it was also built with limestone. The limestone attracts high energy and vibration. So the whole construction of the pyramid was designed to heighten the frequency. Now here, you know, say in the Americas, you understand when you know when the Greeks and the Romans learned from our fathers and ancient myths. You know, when they came down and they started uh, exploring the so-called New World and start building civilizations there, they made sure that they designed the buildings. They wanted to design the buildings. You know, saying that one. That that will um, lower the frequencies, and we're talking about architecture. That's automatically mathematics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the pyramid, the, the job, the pyramid is designed by engineers. You understand? And engineers, if you can go to, you can go look at the um, the the requirements to become an architectural engineer or any type of engineer. You'll see that an engineer had to take a whole bunch of advanced mathematical courses. They got to go, most of them got to go all the way up to calculus three to five. That's the last course that they got to take to become an engineer. You understand? So engineers know a lot of mathematics. And the um, pyramid, you know, when you when, when you math, when you uh, calculate it mathematically, you will see that, you know what I'm saying, it speaks the language of pi, you know what I'm saying, speaks the language of the um, golden mean ratio, you know what I'm saying? It have a lot of significance when you break down the mathematics. Mathematics is a language, but the problem is majority of people on the planet 
don't even understand the language of mathematics. So when you study the pyramids and mathematics that it had to take to apply the pyramids, it was very advanced mathematics. The mathematics to apply the pyramids was more advanced than the mathematics being used now. That's the reason why people can't build pyramids now, because they lack that mathematics. So the intellectual of men went on the declination. Why? Because we let, you know what I'm saying, beings from a lower nature who resonate on the lower frequency dictates the architectural blueprint of the planet. You understand what I'm saying? So in other words, what I mean by that is that, you see, when something is called, when something is supposedly westernized, obviously before it was westernized, uh, 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 um, whatever, I lost that train of thought. Basically, yeah, westernized, that's right. Something is westernized, you have to develop a blueprint before you even start building architecture amongst that. And when you build up a, a, a blueprint to design architecture, that's mathematics. That's, that's geometry off top. You know what I'm saying? That's basically, you know what I'm saying, geometry right there. So calculate, if you calculate the angles and the size, you know what I'm saying, and the circumference in a certain way, you know, you could, you could trigger a, 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 a certain frequency channel. You understand? Hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm not, not, not losing anybody, but like you could design something mathematically. You mm. know, to project a certain frequency to reveal a certain message, you know what I'm saying, and stuff in that nature. So the reason why many of our people, you know what I'm saying, is resonating on the lower nature, the, we look at the bigger the city goes, the more, you know what I'm saying, wicked, you know what I'm saying, the, the people become. I mean, look at New York, man. I mean, niggas in New York is crazy, man. You see fucking men holding their hands. Not someone went to the NYC. I wasn't even, not even being in the NYC for 30 minutes, I was seeing all kind of gay shit. I'm seeing fucking posters with men's, dating men's and shit. I'm seeing fucking men's holding their hands. I see two men walking together. I'm like, what the hell is this? You talking to a brother who travel a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that fucking gay, that, that faggotry problem is real big in the NYC, yo, for real. And the same thing in the Nana. You know, see a whole bunch of fucking guys dressing up like girls and shit. You don't see that everywhere in the damn country. You know, L.A. got gay-ass community, like, like, like in San Francisco, and they got a community called Hillcrest. So, you know what I mean? That that was all designed. That was all geometrically and mathematically designed. You know what I mean? For people to do that. Yeah. So, that's, that's it in the nutshell. That's deep. That's, yeah, that's deep. That's deep, man. That's deep. And um, can you can you tell me how 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 they lower the frequency to the brain then? Can I tell you what? How they lower the frequency to our brain? Because if they well, did have an architecture structure, how does it how does it correlate to the brain frequency? Okay. Well, okay. Um, it correlates to the brain because when as your frequency drops. You know, uh, electricity and energy, you know what I'm saying, withdrawing itself from the mind. When you, okay, you got the third eye frequency. You know what I mean? Third eye chakra, which is located amongst the penal glands, 
which is the lower part of the brain, and then you got the crown chakra, which is the higher part of the brain. You know what I'm saying? And um, obviously, if you get in tune with the crown chakra, you're on the more you're on the higher mental plane because you're using you know saying a, a higher frequency part of your brain prior to you know saying the third eye chakra. So the way that it affects the brain is that when you're breathing in on the lower chakra, area. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, that like, um, you know, the, 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 the root chakra of the male is near his testicles and the female, you know what I'm saying, is um, near her vagina area. So the lowest, the lowest chakra is the root chakra and that has a frequency, that has a vibration. So the way that, the way that they make a lot of us resonate on the low frequency is through you know what I'm saying, the promotion of sex, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> sexual entertainment and shit in that nature, get us, you know what I'm saying, all horny, because every time a man ejaculate, he was drawing fluid from his mind, you know what I'm saying, and he depriving himself, you know what I'm saying, from, uh, from a lot of minerals and stuff like that. So every time you, you, you really ejaculate, you know what I'm saying, you're becoming more, you know what I'm saying, unhealthy, in other words, you know what I mean? But that's why the whole purpose of it is to procreate because all that minerals, you know what I'm saying, that coming from the semen, you know, if it got a lot of iron, got a lot of protein and stuff like that, then that means you're going to have a strong seed. So if you're eating right, you know what I'm saying, what you eat it comes out. It comes out of your semen, it comes out of your urine, it comes out of your feces, it comes out of your pores, you know what I mean? What goes in, when it comes out. You feel what I'm saying? So just basically, you know, Resonating, you know, being controlled by your desire, you know, all all stems from the lower chakra force. Then you got the solar chakra, you know, what I'm saying which is near the, the the stomach area. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the, near the solar plexus, but you don't really start getting mental till you hit the first chakra. You know, what I'm saying which is the throat chakra. You know what I mean? Um, that when you start, that's like really the the beginning of the higher force. You feel me? So. So you so you do chakras? Hmm? You do you you do chakras? Yeah, yeah, I meditate I meditate on the chakra points. Yeah. You know, I do it with crystals because a lot of people a lot of people don't really understand meditation, man. A lot of people meditate with, with without crystals. When the best way you can meditate is with crystals because you know, if I place a a crystal that activate the crown chakra on my crown chakra while meditating mm-hmm. and resonating off that chakra, mm-hmm. it heightens my frequencies. You know what I mean? It's a better chance of my crown chakra activating, which means that I have a better chance, you know what I'm saying, of etherically astral planning. How will you get a crystal? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, how how do we get a crystal? Crystal is a big... Key to spirituality, man. Crystals are very powerful. A lot of you know, a lot of a lot of people sleep on crystals, man. Yeah, but how do you get one? Oh, how do you get them? I mean, you can buy them yeah. online. Um, some stores sell them, but they really underground. They really in the cut. You know what I mean? It, it ain't like you go to a Walmart and buy crystals because you know the majority of people in this nation, you know, is it, it, ignorant. Well, you know the sisters, man. They, 
they really be up on them crystal gang. They really know what on crystal gang. I know a sister named Bay Queen. She on my Facebook page. Maybe you can find her on my friend list, but Bay Queen, she sells crystals. Uh, uh, I think you got to go to her website. Uh, they stick. I don't I don't know her right website, but you could just put in Day Queen and hopefully it might pop up. That's okay. okay. And then Queen. Yeah, T A E. Oh yeah, another person sold crystal is Nat Peru. Yeah, he's on my Facebook page too. Um, he got a couple of websites. He got uh, I think one of his websites. You say Kep Peru. Peru. No, Neb N E B Heru. N E B and then Heru H. E R U. Yeah, he got he got the crystals within the pyramid, which is real good for heightening in the figures. And I really got some real good crystals, man. Yeah, he got them in pyramid forms. Well, yeah, I definitely got all that, brother, man. Hey, so can you tell us what your school? What, what, um, when we when we enter your school, you know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.